Hello and welcome Friday, November 4th, the Pat McAfee Show. I am AJ Hawk, sitting in for Pat as he is down in Georgia. For game day. Sorry, I wasn't sure exactly where that game was for game day uh, this weekend, but it is in Georgia for the Georgia-Alabama game, but that's not the football we're talking about, guys. We're talking about last night, Thursday night football, prime video, I believe, is what they technically want us to call it. Eagles 29, Texans 17. First half, we go into the first half, 14-14, then all of a sudden I heard Tony Gonzalez, I don't know if you guys watched the halftime show, says every time. Davis Mills, he just got to take care of the ball. No more, don't turnovers. St- keep doing what you're doing. Don't beat yourself. And then, boom, two turnovers. Probably yeah. were. That's what happened in the game. I mean, that was the turning point. And Eagles win by 12, not 14, right, Diggs? Which was the line? That's a big deal, AJ. That's a very big deal, Huge. especially if you pick the Houston Texans. True. Which Did you, any of you pick, pick uh, the Texans? I made one bet last night, and it was under 22 and a half completions for Davis Mills. Uh, he didn't even throw the ball 23 times. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> bet. Anything, any other good bets you had from last night? No, that was it. Tone Diggs, you look right next to Tone Diggs, Bruce Brown. Clap Going for yourself, on. Bruce Brown. Hey, hey, Bruce. Bruce. Bruce, Bruce is here for Ty. I don't know what uh, Ty's doing. Great, right? I don't yeah, know he's exactly. good. He'll he's be good. back Monday. Ty will be back Monday. He's doing all right. I see Boston Connor. I see Zeke back there. Evie, oh. Mitts back there. Nick Moraldo. Don't cut to Nick. He's wearing his fingerless gloves. Still copper fit. It's hard <laughs> oh, to take yeah. him serious. Looks like a roadie working for a band I kid you somewhere. Not, I kid you not. He what? has worn those. Every, Every single second he's been in this office since Monday. Yeah, and his gambling record, Tony? Since wearing the gloves. <laughs> it's hot. Skyrocketed. 13-4 this week, boys. Oh. Heating up on the ice. With the gloves. With the gloves. It's in all the, the gloves. copper fit yeah. at all times. How do you yep. feel? Like, is it improving your circulation and everything? Yeah, it's what does it do? seeping copper into my blood. It's ionizing my body. Yeah, it's good. So they didn't, they didn't copper, market. Copper, rare earth metal. They didn't market the, Brett didn't market the true <laughs> power of the gloves is actually extracting money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Wow. Interesting. The well, Midas attack. <laughs> it's very what? tough to take you serious, Nick. Anytime. Nick came to me a oh, few look times. Who's talking? <laughs> who? Who is back there? <laughs> Actually, Nick, who else is back there? Did Gertie? Gertie, I just saw he was back there earlier. Mitt's back here. Oh, where's our boy Billy? Billy, I think he's on a delay, he's, right? He's, he's in the back. Yeah, yeah, Billy, good to see you, Bill. I'm always on your side, Bill. He is, Billy he's is the, my, uh, my teammate in fantasy football this year. So, Bill, good to. Good to see you as well. And Phil just left, right? CFO Phil yep. just took off from town. But home. last night, guys, did we get the fireworks we needed? I know there was plenty of big gaping holes, as Al Michaels yeah. was describing. I hope he's been watching in the trenches with AQ shipping. Is that why? Yeah, Do you think was. that's the reason? Yeah, 100%. Him and Kirk. I'm sure Kirk was like, hey, you know, we should probably look into this Texans O-line because I saw him break it down in the trenches. <laughs> Boom. They watch the In the Trenches segment with AQ go. Shipley. Boom. They hear the big gaping holes. And Al Michaels probably thought, that's fucking genius. I need to say that. And all of a sudden, Al Michaels is trending on Twitter for big gaping holes, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did I see that correctly? All you did. All caps. Two times. Well, I'd say it was Damian Pierce, although they did not win He's the Texans. Yeah, this dude beast. runs so hard. Like, mm-hmm. I remember hearing reports on him in camp, I think, when they said yep. Pierce, yeah. like how hard he runs, his vision, his little like subtle jet. Like, that one. There can be guys, as he's getting the ball, you can see guys like some penetration. He'll have some little weird subtle jab, some little mm-hmm. hesitation step to give him some space, and then he's always finishing downhill. Like his, This dude, he's awesome. did we not know he's this good in college? He went to Florida, right? No, yep. Yeah, and he was a fourth-round pick, so he had to, I mean, he had to be decent. Um, but like, I guess now what, they have like three or four starting rookies who are really good and like the main thing was the graphic they put up they have 12 picks next year and 10 picks the next after that two in the first round for each of those years like mm. top 10 is yeah. lovey gonna be there is he gonna get uh, gonna be the guy to guide them through that transition i, what wanna, do you think, I, just, I think I, we need to remember what sorry bruce no i i actually Please. threw it to bruce like you cut what's up <laughs> 
That's what I said. Sorry, Bruce. No, we always want to hear your brain. You know that tone. Were, I mean, were they better with Coach Dave or not? Oh, come oh, on. So you're looking at the ready. I'm not asking that. I'm saying, is Lovey going to be there I'm just to saying watch Coach this Dave with all these was picks. a sacrificial lamb last where year. Where is Coach Dave now? Coach I don't Dave know, is probably no some, fishing somewhere. Hopefully, just he got hanging him. out. Did he get a big old check, I hope, at least? Yeah, probably. He was only coached for one year. I assume he's. Plus, I told him, hey, Josh McCown is going to be the next head coach. <laughs> yeah, whatever that. happened to Josh McCown? Is he on staff? No, I don't think so. I don't think he's ready yet. I think he's still kind of enjoying like, the retirement. Talk of him getting the Eagles job, too. Mm-hmm. Josh McCown? Yeah, yeah, yeah there was. Sirianni. Bruce, I asked you, or when I started to ask you earlier, um, do you think Lovey's going to be there to see this, like all these picks, and try to figure out a way to rebuild this situation now that Jack Easterby and some other guys are gone? I, I think they definitely give him a, a second year for sure. I, I mean, oh. they, they need wide receivers out there. No Nico Collins, no... No Brandon Cooks. That could have been the difference, too. You know, maybe maybe you don't have Cooks' situation's not going to. His interception. That was his own. No, he might be done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what What do you do with him? He wanted traded, right? There's reports he wants traded. The deadline comes and goes. He's not traded. They kind of set the precedent. um, That they were going to trade him? Well, they let a another player sit out for like a year um, and then traded him. (laughs) So he might get the Odell treatment. Just don't play, and then they'll you know release them, and then have someone let him you know. How much would they owe him on dead cap and all that if they do release? Well, I know. Him I think it was like eighteen that that was the hold up for the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys were trying to. So trade what do you? But you just don't play because you're disgruntled. Is that what it is? That, are is we that sure what that's it what it was? I mean, he didn't practice either that. day. I don't know if he's banged up or not, but I don't know if they said like, hey, he's not playing because he's not happy, or if he had like a knee yeah. injury. Didn't love you say since he didn't do you go to practice, he didn't. He's not going to play. Oh, okay. So we don't know exactly the reasoning, yeah. but it's. But they pulled him out of practice. Oh, oh did they? On, I thought he didn't show up. Oh, I didn't know they pulled him out. On Tuesday, I, I thought the report was he is not practicing, and then the whole idea was – I thought maybe he pulled himself out of practice. Oh, uh, I thought – so maybe Wednesday, but Who I don't – Why are we just – we're just speculating wildly, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, but everybody is. That's what, it's, that's <laughs> yep. what this show is. Yeah, it was and a that's short a big week. Deal. It was a short week. Do they even practice? Yeah, and, it, and practice isn't practice. It's walkthrough. You're right. Hypothetical so injury report. Could have easily played. I mean, he could have. He's a vet, too. It's not like – this is first road. All right, we'll flip into the other side, the Eagles. The yeah. Eagles are the Eagles, especially yeah. the second-half Eagles, right? What about the first-half Eagles? Anyone worried for a little bit, oh, maybe these, this team isn't who we thought they were? No, there wasn't one point throughout that entire game where it was like, oh, the Eagles are going to win by. That one was know, so easy after 10. the pick. So, yeah. Simple. Davis Mills throws the pick, what, very first play, right? Yeah. Touchdown. Yeah. The whole Next entire play. drive, really. Like, well, the, on their f- opening drive, I think it was 18 plays. Like, there yeah, was, man. I mean, they scored on a fourth down, fourth and goal, just like a run to Sanders. But there was never anything, like, in their offense or really in their defense where it was, oh, that's a massive they hole. Never went, they never went down more than one score. So yeah. you were never, yeah. like – You never felt, like, worried, yeah. but you were always like, okay, our – it felt like, can the Texans keep this close, I guess, is what we thought, at least in my brain, when I was thinking – Throughout the night, yeah, I, I mean, they went right down and scored too, and then they yeah. answered. Like it, the Texans hung in there. I, I definitely thought it was going to be a bloodbath. It does seem as though with the Lovey Smith and the Davis Mills that those two might not be the future of the Texans. Like if they wow. have a, they have two top ten picks with the Cleveland first rounder, right? Yeah. So if they have a chance to draft yeah. C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, like, are you not going to do that? Because then you can also get an O lineman with that second first round pick, and then maybe get like a young offensive head coach for a young quarterback. You think that'll happen? I mean, I feel like that makes more sense than hanging on to Lovey Smith. Yeah, especially if you're going to bring a guy in. You want to, like these quarterback gurus, right? These co- coaches yeah. that can develop a young quarterback. Who really knows how much development a coach can have? I think if you can call great plays for him sure. and put him in a good position and have some 
decent players around him. Yeah, that's what's the key. Is. That makes that that is what makes me think that they'll bring in an offense guy. And just looking at like the Giants, Bruce's Giants. Look like, at Kevin O'Connell, what he's Kevin done to O'Connell. the Vikings. Exactly. Yeah. You just bring in a guy. Who, who are those guys? Do we know there's any anyone know? Bruce, you're mm-hmm. dialed in with those coastal elitists and all these guys in high ranking <laughs> um. positions. Are there any young stud like play callers, whether offense or defense? Even though offense, we know usually tends to get the job. I believe the Bills OC is getting most of the buzz. Is um, Ken, Ken Dorsey. Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. Ken going to yeah. go bam one year OC head coach possible. I'm sure he'll get some interviews. Yeah, bring sure, the right? Dable offense, but even like I feel like we focus on play callers, but. You just mentioned Kevin O'Connell. He wasn't the play caller in the Rams. Mike McDaniel wasn't the play caller. Matt LaFleur was play caller for one year before he got the head coaching gig in Green Bay. Exactly. So, like, sometimes I don't even know if it it has to be the play caller, more so the system. But then you look at, like, Nathaniel Hackett. Like, he didn't call plays in the system. Supposedly, it was really good, but it just isn't really working. Are they going to figure that out? Honestly. I mean, they traded Bradley Chubb. I don't know. Yeah. If, if the thought is, hey, we're going to figure this out and get back on track and make a run, you probably don't. Trey Bradley Chubb, or do you because you know that he wants to get paid after this year? Yeah, I guess they probably knew they weren't going to pay him, right? They gave him 119 million or something. Miami did in the New Deal. Yeah, they gave yeah. him 63, 63 guarantees. Yeah. So Denver, no, Denver probably knew. Yeah, I guess we weren't willing to pay that, right? Yeah, and I guess they must think, hey, we can do it without him, maybe because they have still have a great secondary and everything. We can but try to do it without him. I mean, they're three and five. It's not like they're completely out of it just yet. What do you think Russell thinks about that? Russell thinks they're right in it. A lot of great football left for him to play. He's done great things in the past. Yeah, Russ might not even know that he got traded. He's so locked <laughs> in on what he needs to do and what he has I thought to. I heard something where Russ was telling guys earlier in the week that were rumored to be like trade guys on the trade block. Russ like reassured him, right? He like there was some kind of report out there that Russ Russ made sure to talk to the guys that were on the trade block and let them oh, know nice. everything's okay or something, right? Of course. That's nice. That's There's something lead. Team something three like isn't selling. Being a leader. That's for sure. No way. Face of the franchise. How many more years is on Russ's contract in Denver? Seven. Twelve. For, it feels <laughs> like it, right? Yeah, two because he got a five-year extension. There's two years left on his current So what, That so seems like somewhat of a big this. deal. I know that's not topical with what happened last night in the, the uh, Eagles-Texans game. We already talked a little bit about that. We'll jump into it more with Pat a little bit later when he comes on. But the fact that Russ has six, seven years left on his yeah. deal, that seems like a giant deal. For like an, that's yeah, seven. The, does Denver 100% sold that Russ is their guy moving forward oh, here for ma- six do- years? Yeah, it doesn't really matter if they're not sold because yeah, yeah, yeah. just look at the next three years. Like, $107 million dead cap, is that a real number after, if next year? If so they yeah, were you're going to be around if there's Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to think that this is his contract, I guess, these next two years One, because his cap Guaranteed at signing $124 million. Yeah, at least three nuts. Yeah, three not including this year. But I mean, even right. then, look at the look at the dead cap. It's insane. He's got to be banged up. Yeah, something's got to be going on in his shoulder, elbow, throwing. Like, don't you think? I know. I, I get. Yeah, like he's throwing good deep balls. He's just not <laughs> he as accurate. He doesn't get banged up. You're right. He yeah, has this is the water. It, no, well, it's still concussion water, Wolverine blood, and then he has also has a team three member for every single uh, appendage. Uh-huh. Yeah, does that? I mean, fingers, hands, elbows, arms, yeah. shoulders. Yeah, how, do you, how do you think you get that job? What do you mean? Like it, okay, I'm Top the, your you apply I'm at team three dot com. Yeah, I'm the upper body dot appendage com. person dot for com. team three. Yeah. Team three yeah. Yeah. Oh, you apply. Well, yeah. they yeah. fired the finger guy last year, so that position is available. Yeah. Oh, that was the fracture deal, yeah, right? The mouth yeah. finger. And remember, Russ was up for twenty hours during the day rehabbing every day. That's why he came back after two weeks. Yeah. No, he didn't. They can't put their finger. You're confusing on. him with Taysom Hill, Excuse who me. did that and did come back. Russ didn't come back. Russ is awesome. I love what Russ has become. You guys like Bruce? Okay. 
I don't know. I know. I know. I always say you're a coastal elitist, which is not not exactly fair to you. Where are you from exactly? I'm from Connecticut, yeah, but yeah. mostly yeah. New York. Your suit. So you're a big businessman. Look at you. Looks like <laughs> yeah. a prototypical suit. Look at me. Wheeling and dealing. Yeah, he looks like Vince McMahon when he strolls around the Thunderdome here. Sure. I guess when you look at your New York teams right now, are you Giants, Jets? What are you? Giants. Giants. Giants, Giants all the way. Come on. Are you sold that this team can make a run in the playoffs? Um, I mean, no. Not, right. not. Okay, Diggs is claiming no, that you do not believe. You're not sold that they're a great team yet. I or mean, an elite team. Like if Kenny Galladay comes back and is suddenly super involved in the offense and Wandell Robinson takes a step forward and it's like all of a sudden maybe we do have enough weapons around Danny Dimes, Ballinger back at tight end would be huge too. But as it stands right now, like, uh, you know, in, in Seattle last week, the the offense just kind of grounded to a halt and, you know, reason to believe that there will probably be some of that sputtering moving forward. Yeah, and there is, Diggs, we were looking at some of the matchups uh, coming up this week on Sunday. There's some decent games out there. Oh, yeah. Sure, uh, who, do your, who do your Giants play? Uh, we have a bye. Oh, you have a bye Yeah, already. six teams on the bye this week, I think. Dang, I hate that. Yeah, a lot Not of enough them. games, right? Yeah, not enough games. Yeah. I think there's, what, like the Jets, six okay. Buffalo against the Jets. Oh, the Jets are 11 and a half A few weeks ago, that would have been an okay game. but Yeah, but everyone knows know. the Jets fucking stink. So I don't sense. know. They're winning some games, I mean, though, man. The spread for next week, I don't want to skip this week, but the Bills are just getting massive numbers. They're nine and a half point favorites against the Vikings. Yeah, wow. I guess the Bills are, yeah. are they're kind of untouchable right now. It feels like at least it's the gamblers and whoever these handicappers are mm-hmm. to, to put everything together. But I don't blame them. Josh Allen's awesome. Their defense is awesome. Von Miller comes on here every Thursday, lets us know. And Chargers, Falcons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are the Chargers? I don't know what the Chargers are. Nobody I can't does. figure them out yet. They're too banged up. Every yeah. week they lose some guy for so long. It, legitimately, the last three weeks with J.C. Jackson, Bosa, Rashawn Slater, like they actually are losing some of their most important players every single week. And it feels like there's a chance that Staley has that kind of freak out right before the end of the game and he goes forward or doesn't yeah. go forward. Yeah, it doesn't feel like, that way. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Like the laying a field goal with Brandon Staley and you just know that he's going to go for it <laughs> on, on you know his own 45. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Panthers, Bengals, though. I mean, okay. Panthers, who's who's starting quarterback? Still PJ Walker. Yeah. PJ Walker. He yeah. can slang it, man. Honestly, seven. I think seven points is a lot. When you're, I know, I understand it's Carolina's Carolina. The Bengals, though, are still the Bengals. But I don't know. I, I like what PJ Walker can do. But you and you just watched the Bengals. Um, I wouldn't. No, yeah, no Jamar at, Chase. I, I don't know if I'd look at taking Bengals until they figure out how to score points without Jamar Chase because. It didn't look good last week against the the Browns, and they were letting everybody oh. score. Yeah, yeah. Can they? Yeah. Well, well, they they still have plenty of studs, though. It just I don't know. Maybe it takes some time to get used to not having Jamar For Chase sure. in there. I know Joe has even said that joking, like, "Oh, I don't know, Jamar's down there somewhere, and he can fire the thing up." Yeah. I think yeah. you have multiple guys in that team you can do that too. Though. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they did give up the Panthers thirty four points to the Falcons, and it's not as if they're. Great in either aspect of the game. Uh, for the Pats, Colts, too, with, if Jonathan Taylor's not Man. playing. It's not at 930. It is at 1 o'clock. But if Jonathan Taylor isn't playing and it's Sam Ellinger in his second start against a Bill Belichick defense and they fucking stink, then I do think that that's one of those ones that you would kind of expect to be higher almost. Yeah, wait, why does this say 9.30 a.m.? It's uh, where the London game was Is there any? Week. There's no overseas game, overseas no, game this no. week? Next week Next is week Germany. Is, yeah, and that's where you said one. Good Morning Football's going there? I think so. I thought I saw Oh, that. they're going to Germany's Bucks, right? Who are the Bucks playing? Bucks. Seattle. Man, okay. Wow. How, how is Quite that a flight. For that's Seattle. the first flight. Yeah. <laughs> trip for Seattle. This yeah. is our first time. Like, the first time NFL has gone to Germany? Yeah, first correct for a game? Yes. Can they fly left instead of right? No, they go over the North Pole. Really? Yeah. They go up and... Wow. With the rotation. It, like, Coriolis effect. 
Yeah. And if you're a flat earther, you have to go over and Yeah, what do you do if you're a flat earther, Z? Isn't that what you always talk Z about? Z wants to send him through Russian and Chinese airspace. I don't think so, Z. <laughs> Why not? That doesn't well, seem very safe. That's a good point. Yeah, that might, close. That might be close. So against Seahawks against the Cardinals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what the hell is that game going to be? I, I feel like we do kind of know who the Seahawks are. I don't know. It depends on Kyle and what happens there. D-Hop's okay, right? Yeah, D-Hop's yeah. okay. Him being back is massive. This game's so weird because the first time they played it was nineteen to nine, and it, that was when <laughs> Seattle was, you know, at the peak of their offense. They were the number one offense in the league, only scoring nineteen. And then this was also the game the Cardinals just couldn't get anything done in the red zone. And now with how Seattle's corners, the rookie corners are, they're much better. Yes. But also, you know, D hops back for. Arizona, so that'll definitely help. Yeah, I mean, when in doubt, he'll throw it to throw it up to D Hop. But the the Vikings uh, Commanders game right there, the Vikings are only three point favorites against the Commanders. Aren't the Vikings yeah. looked at as one of the best teams in the league right now? Yeah, that's a stinky, stinky line. A, I don't know yeah. what's going smells, on. AJ. What's wrong then? What's going on? Well, everyone and their mom would think that would be what at least a six, yeah, seven at least. point yeah. line, so seven, seven point five. Smells like fish. They're dangling the fruit out of here. Say, why hey, why are they doing the that Vikings. to us? Why do you do that? Because Heineke's got so much fucking moxie. So like much yeah. moxie. Every game Heineke plays is a field goal game. Yeah. You're telling me that Kirk Cousins doesn't have that moxie? You see the chains he's wearing with his teammates. Uh, I agree. Is chains moxie or is that? Kirk Gritty. He does a gritty too. Or moxie. is that cool? Both. Super cool. Tons of moxie. What? Dress is amazing. Can drink a beer with the guy. Can you? Can. Yeah, you probably can. Probably. Yeah. Think so? Maybe. Maybe Lots of them. Even Definitely. Lemonade if it's not. Yeah, yeah, either one. Nice, cool lemonade on a nice, hot summer day sure. in, in Upper mm-hmm. Michigan. Sure. Yeah, upper yeah. Peninsula. Upper yeah, peninsula. I love the way Kirk plays quarterback, but I feel like, you know, he might have, like, he might wear, like, a pen protector on his. On his. Oh, What's wrong with that? That's fine. Oh, What's that's wrong fine with, with that, me. man? Yeah, he cares about his job. He Kirk wants to take care dog. of his clothing. I'm just saying. Grinder. And when it, comes down, when it comes down to it, like you mentioned with Kevin O'Connell, what he's done with the Vikings, <sighs> it feels like he is actually the guy up there and has made Kirk into a much better quarterback. Yeah. This is one, though, that because it's three, you almost want to stay away. Yeah. It, that's a great point about Kirk, though. Like, he believes in Kevin O'Connell. He yeah. has a – like, it does feel like – Zimmer, I'm sure, wanted to believe in Kirk. It didn't seem like he always did. No. As much as Kevin O'Connell does already. That's what it seems like it empowers Kirk and – the, the quarterback point. position is all about confidence, I feel like, and Kirk has to feel pretty damn good about where he's at right now. To the point there's also 80% of the bets are on the Vikings. So yeah. Why are they doing this to so us? As an automatic stay away from me. I'm just not, stay away. Don't I'm not saying t- I'm going to take the commanders. But it should move, right, if there's that much many bets correct. on it and it just hasn't? Yes, yeah. like the Vikings should go to three and a half or four, four and a half or five. Yeah. If they're yeah. not. We'll probably at least get I would think hook. at three you would want to take the Vikings right here. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. all day, right? And yes, you don't yeah. want that to get to six. For sure. If, if that's your side, take it now. Oh, yeah. To don't change it before Sunday. it changes. Yeah, because yeah. it should change, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. With Kirk, too, it feels like uh, he's kind of has more so of a say and like a voice. I don't know if he has, you know, hey, let's go trade for this guy. Let's sign this guy. Anything like that. But um, him saying how he wrote out all those things at the end of the season for O'Connell and what they need to work on and stuff, it just feels like the respect between the two is much higher than it was with Zimmer. And yeah, I'd say. And Zimmer, too, like he's a defensive guy. There's no point for uh, him and Kirk to be on the same page with everything because he's not calling plays or anything. Yeah. But with you know Kevin O'Connell, obviously, it feels like they're a match made in heaven. And also, like I don't think people would understand the amount of time it would be. Like, okay, if you have a defensive head coach, yeah. let's say how much time a defensive head coach would spend with the starting quarterback, like Kirk Cousins will say as an example for this. 
not that much time no. with him. But well, if you're – he's going to – he'll run a team meeting. I'm sure he has some meetings where he sits in there with game plan and the head coach is there. Probably not all of them, though. It's the offensive coordinator yeah. and whoever's calling the plays and the quarterback coach. But then you break up and then you see him at practice and the head coach is always roaming, mm-hmm. whatever. But if, you're, if your head coach is calling your offensive plays, he's in every meeting with him. He's exactly. in with every time – every individual drill probably mm-hmm. – Every single thing he's doing, so that's a big deal. Kirk hasn't had that, has he, at his whole time in, no, in no. Minnesota? No, because he had your guys in. Yeah, no, he's had Kirk the entire time. He hated him. And yeah, it seems like it, right? Yeah. Like with what Von Miller said yesterday about like being traded to a team, how it kind of like re-energizes you. I don't know if it's the same thing, but having a new coach in there has you probably. Want Remember what Von said? He goes, no, they, like, they wanted you here. They wanted me. Yeah, he, remember when purpose. he said that? They, yeah. this, and it, it probably does. Uh, any, everyone likes to feel wanted, right? Yeah. So it probably is like, okay, man, this is weird. They just kicked me out. But actually, no, if you view it like, no, if they wanted me this bad that they're right. going to give up stuff to bring me onto their team. So this is awesome, actually. Yeah. And them going and getting TJ Hawkinson. It's like, Oh, okay, Gosh. so they really think that I can yeah, make right. something of this yeah. season. Like, we have another weapon on offense. Now that we have talked about it, I might take them at minus 10. Because <laughs> no, I forgot they got DJ You got me thinking about is, Kirk, um, like how juiced Kirk has to be if he actually looks around and he's like, this is so oh, different than what I'm used to. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could have been doing this my whole career. Is um coming back. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> Here it is. We got little it. little CTE. Uh, no. Commanders defensive end Chase, Chase Young. Young. He's been uh, Young. he's been like just practicing. reestablished to start practicing. So they have like a twenty one day window. I saw right? him on some drills. He looks good right now. Yeah, Chase he, looks he amazing. Looks nice. yeah. Yeah. He's he's a monster. Whenever he's able I'd to get back I'd also like out to uh, report a crime. Uh oh. Who did that to the Steelers? <laughs> oh man! Did what? What do you mean? I was wondering. Oh, it's upside down. Oh, Jesus! Oh, that's who a bad one. Who puts the graphics that's together? Saboteur. Who's the saboteur oh, in the office? No. Why is it like that? Oh, oh no! How did that happen? Is that Zeke? Because he did the kisses. Zeke. No, I'll just put the chef kisses on that's top of that. That's... Be careful, that? whoever did that. When you turn a Steelers logo upside down and you do that, you raise the ghost of Myron Culp and he haunts you for the rest. Double yours. So. It's usually an indication of something in distress as well. <laughs> oh, is, yeah. Uh-oh. Who's back there? Oh, Bill? Yeah. Where's Bill? You, have you seen 13 hours? <laughs> yeah. It makes is that when he saw his arm? Is that when you saw your arm? No, off? Tony Shalhoub. That's all. No. Is, is it really? Mm-hmm. Bengali. Um, Franco. Yeah. Real yeah. story. <laughs> True story. Pistol. My dad saw that real guy yeah. give us a speech. He said it was amazing, by the way. Yeah. With who? The guy that sawed his arm off? Yeah, 127 hours. That was 127 hours. I was talking about the 13 cave rescue. Hours. Yes. Was that the cave rescue? No. Hours? With that being said, Jeez. also, nonetheless, Con, what were you saying? 13 Lives, really good movie. We have a that. Kirk Cousins Scary. revenge game here, too, because you can't Yeah, you're right. He oh, used yeah. to play for the Ooh, team. Oh, you're right. Like, now yeah. he's going back and to now, the place with the And his backup thing. quarterback at the time, who was once a starting quarterback, has raised $4 billion already okay. to buy the command. Diggs, Look you wanna, out. You want to explain what you're talking about right there, real quick, for people that might not know your exaggeration of something going on right now? It's not RG Triple Six. Okay. Bob Robert Griffin the third. Robert Griffin the third. There is a statue outside of Baylor's uh, stadium. Correct. Evan yep. Fox did it's a nice. documentary on it one time. It's really um, nice. It did really statue. well. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out nice. this week that uh, Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington Football Team, yeah. is going to Commanders is going to sell the team. Okay, maybe he's exploring the. And then it came out that Robert Griffin the third uh, was going to him and ten fans were going to buy a team, and yep. people doubted him. Okay. <laughs> And then he tweeted last night that he's already raised four billion dollars. I think he said he said I've already secured four hundred million. Yeah, 
somehow. Oh, and I, I don't know if that was tongue-in-cheek or he really has secured $400 No, million. He, he definitely has. And I did hear first sources <laughs> that Bezos and Jay-Z are now pulling out because, because of this. Oh. Because Bob Griffin has $400 million. Bezos said, fuck yep. it, I, can't, I, can't I can't touch that. Yeah. I, I'm not doing this. Especially That's the face against of Bob I just raised $400 million. And it doesn't oh, even yeah. make a dent in trying to buy this football team. No, you no. need a hundred times that, ten times that. Yeah. No, how much? How much cash? Yet, Bruce? You know these? Like, how much is actually money? And um, cash and you know, other stuff. Cash like, I would net. imagine you need like at oh, least like forty percent down. Right? You think? Hopefully, Probably. a shit ton. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, if we, I bet you can look into it if you look up the Walton purchase. Yeah, it's got to be. There's got to be a certain amount, like a percentage you have to be able to put Half. down. Yep, and then Bank oh, of, Bank of America money. will be the people kind of if you're yeah. trying to flesh that all out. Yeah, that's. I cannot imagine how long that would take and how much like due diligence goes into trying mm. to buy an NFL football team. Yeah, well, yeah. Walton because they are like by far the richest owners. I wonder if they could do it just in one quick little because i bet we can find Send out about check. elon too. Sure. Yeah, just one go. yeah because yeah. what they're worth seven they he's worth must 70 put up at least 30 percent okay oh 30 percent okay yeah walton had that laying around but like house. when huge companies yeah. are sold though bruce like you can a lot of it's like in stock right. and right and it's oh, not yeah. just like oh this bought this in cash it never happens it's always yeah, a it whole weird combination vests right? over four or five yeah. years they probably do kind of like break it down and pay <laughs> over five six to ten years you know um for like taxes and shit too True. You better have a good t- a couple tax people working oh, for you yeah. to help save oh, like, yeah. where you can. Ben, oh, Aff- yeah. ben Affleck. I'm sure you exactly. can. You can in. in the accountant. Yeah, he's the best of all time. He kills people, though, right? Well, let's not give away. In the, the movie. I mean, I think it came out like in 2003. Yeah, it was an We're unbelievable safe. movie. And he doesn't kill people. He tactically takes people's lives. So what's the accountant? Difference. What's the accountant part? He's he, genius. He's the accountant for like cartels and shit. Yeah, yeah. big but time he's CPA. Also, he's also assassinating them, people yeah. for the cartel. He had to study so for many himself. hours to take the CPA. Talk about a triple threat. He's oh, like yeah. the Batman of accountants. Yes, exactly. exactly. And, I uh, killed him. The girl I did from, it really. The girl from Pitch Perfect is his girlfriend. <laughs> Which Anna. one is that? Amy? Cups. No, Anna. Anna, Anna Kendrick. Yeah, she's really good at that. Yeah, you know the Cubs. She doesn't sing in the accountant, though, which... Yeah, that's a they, miss. They dropped off. the ball. That's a miss. It's not a musical though. Yeah, could've yeah but she could. No, there could have been a like scene a like where fall. she's like in the kitchen or something, just singing. Like, Did you guys see when J Lo was serenading Ben Affleck at their wedding? Oh, no, tell me more. He was sitting down in a chair on the dance floor, and she stood there and sang in front of the whole wedding party. And I think I saw a report where she was actually pissed. This video came out because Ben Affleck looks very uncomfortable. How it doesn't the, look like uh, it'd be fun. Hors d'oeuvres. You were there, right? Wouldn't that been? I would have gone. Did I would. You know what I've done? I would eat shrimp cocktail there too. If I would have gone oh, yeah. to their God their reception, they don't have. They didn't have shrimp cocktail. They had. Well, they Duncan, they had right? Dunkin' fucking yeah. iced coffee and a, a cigarette on yeah. the side. <laughs> Marbreads. <laughs> when in Rome, then I'm in. Oh, I can't cool. wait. I would enjoy that. I'd, man, yeah, his but, brother wasn't there. I heard though. Casey. Well, yeah, they did say Casey got too drunk and stole everybody's <laughs> iced coffee. And <laughs> taps. So unfortunately, it, it did kind of turn into a sour night. That's probably why it was uncomfortable. Things are gonna make it. J Lo and yes. Ben. Oh, yeah. Second time's a charm. True love. What well, they mean, were never married. Time. They weren't married the first time. Yeah, really. this is that was the Benefer situation. Yeah. Exactly. This, I mean, this has always been written in the stars. Yeah, has it? Now I don't know why we're talking about it halfway <laughs> I don't into either. the first hour, but it because was you guys started bringing up the movies, whatever. One hundred twenty. You were talking hours. about how do we uh, do the accounting for buying an NFL team, and exactly. I said there's only one man. Full circle. Yeah. It all Full comes circle. back to that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. These different groups that they put together to purchase teams, possibly. Yeah. I guess what do you what are they looking for? What is the NFL looking for? What do you have to show? Uh, probably that you have the most money out of everybody, yeah. but it's a blind <laughs> bid. So it really is one of those things where it can't be a, it's blind, not bid. a blind bid. That's what it was with Denver. We talked about it for 
you know. So what happens? Is there collusion nausea. if you try to find a way? How does that work, Bruce? Is there legal issues there being the resident suit here? Uh, I got a lot of questions for you, Bruce. Bruce. A lot of legal <laughs> yeah. questions. I, I mean, I'm sure there are, are a lot of questions because it's like, okay, you do blind bidding and then you take the highest number, but then you probably do like a a moral compass check yeah, on that Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Human, like, everyone's got to check them out. out and then you go to the second highest, I guess. What, a blind moral work? compass check? Well, no, though? that's already done well before they give a bid. I'm sure they check out everybody know. that's in on the group, I would imagine, right? If you put a group together, you got to get everyone You're getting around. checked out before you yeah. submit that. Yeah, in the NFL, yeah. yeah. This isn't like yeah. you're buying a, you know. And does does Roger does Roger ever say like, "Hey, you know, you two you should get together and and yeah. combine your bids?" Well, and the other owners have sure. to approve them, don't they? Like, don't yeah. The oh, yeah. That's what. What do they need? They just want to. I think majority. The owners right? probably don't care about like how much they really care about the whole moral whatever. Like, they don't want a turd oh. taken. They they want someone that's going to help the team grow and not be a, a bad look for the NFL. Yeah. But they yeah. don't care if like they probably don't care about many trans transgressions that some of these people may have. No, not at all. if we're no. talking owners and morals, I think that mm-hmm. anybody can do better than Dan Snyder. <laughs> I don't think they're yeah, too time. worried about that part of it. It yeah. does seem, though, like they, they do care, though. Like, how does the quality of the franchise grow? Like, how is the new stadium going to be? Does it help the league? Does it bring more money to the league? Yeah, 24. 24, yeah. 24 of the 32 owners. Same thing to vote an owner out. I think it's 24 yes. of 32, yes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and we have to keep in mind that there are 31 owners, though. So is that Mark Murphy's the 32nd owner? Yeah. The president of the Packers? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. The he owner. gets the vote, right? Tree yeah. force. Wow, okay, 24. So you got to be, I don't know, like, what you would have to show – what kind of stuff in your background? Maybe if you, I don't know, like these would people, weird. These people all know each other already. That's yeah. what I'm saying, though. Like, to, but to let you in because we see all these celebrities that come in as minority stake that are they, who knows how much money they actually put in. Like the uh, Lewis the, Hamilton, the, the Dolphins, right? Isn't J Lo on the yep. in the Dolphins? Mark like, Anthony. Like, Mark how Anthony. Much, how much money do you think they really put up? I don't know because when they got it, it was a long time ago, right? So was it? I thought it was in the 2000s decade and. Back then, they weren't. I don't know if they're really. all like five percent owners or whatever. But there's no five. way they're anywhere near five percent. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton's what one percent, and he was the most recent with the Broncos. He's one percent of, of the Broncos. I thought, yeah. Dang, see, that's a lot for a team that's yeah, worth six billion dollars. They just sold for four point nine or whatever it was. Yeah, four six five. But still, I mean, the F one. He he's like the goat of F one. He has been forever for a long sir. time. Sir, yeah. sir, Lewis. Yeah. How is is F one still Hamilton. as big as it was? Yes, it is. seems like it. Also, I think there's a Netflix deal coming following the PGA. Live Golf and PGA, right? Yeah, uh-huh. that's going to be sweet. That's going to be amazing. It was already yeah. planned. It was just going to follow PGA Golfers. And then Live happened? And then yeah. Live happened. It's the greatest so thing they, ever for Netflix. Yeah, is this going to be a 30-part docuseries? It better, because this is yeah. awesome. It'll probably be like a seasonal, like, they hate the each F1. other. Yeah. I've been reading about that. They hate, like, the PGA people hate a lot of the Live oh, yeah. situation. The Live oh. people talk trash sure. on them. Greg Norman's tarnished now for PGA, PGA people. Yeah, that's why it's awesome Cam Smith won right after he won. <laughs> On the British, yeah, he went. Yeah. He's he in live now. Yeah. Joint, yeah. Right after winning the, and then Patrick Reed is suing like five different people for seven hundred fifty million dollars in the PGA or something. Yeah, writers, he's be, suing writers. Yeah, be careful what you say about him. Yeah, I'm not gonna, saying anything. I'm just, I just read that part. I was about to say something, and I remembered. Yeah, he might come after me for everything. That <laughs> so what is he, who, Bruce? How's he do? How's this work? You're the legal guy here. <laughs> I hate to keep bringing that up. But he's uh, suing like writers or or papers, defamation. Right? Yeah, I don't or defamation, know. It, saying they slandered me. That it seems like he'll probably lose that one. I, you would think. Does he hope they'll settle somehow and give him something, or he just wants to? I guess he wants that out yeah, there. Yeah, I think he's he wants these people. I think he wants a retraction. Okay, I get it then. On his get people hey, retract that. I'm retraction. not a bad guy. Like a retraction matters. Like yeah. anyone cares about that. Or well, he's also it. been caught cheating. I mean, it's not as if has yeah, he a few times. Yeah, on the golf and, course, like berating well, his caddy allegedly. And, 
His wife used to caddy for him. I remember she well, she was, she was man just a, small little gal carrying that big bag. She it was yeah. impressive, man. That'd yeah. be fool. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Your girls or wives would carry the bag for you if you were a PGA Tour pro. Absolutely. Bruce is going to be one. I've seen your swing. Absolutely not. Um, would I think, you want them I think to? Duffner's wife did, too, but I don't think they're together anymore. They're not, it didn't work out. You don't say. Well, probably because, I mean, when you make someone carry four logs of skull straight <laughs> around the golf course every day. Uh, I wonder I mean, how it's going for old Akshay Bhatia. Yeah, he boy. had his girlfriend oh, yeah. who he met online carry his bag. That would get won. old real quick for the girlfriend slash wife, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah I bet it would That would probably put a lot of stress on the relationship. I think. Oh, you think? Yeah, if you're not having a good Good round. How's that? How are those are conversations we there yet? going? Five iron, huh? <laughs> Come on, Z. You can't say that. Yeah, it'd probably be like somebody that all of a sudden their new like boyfriend is a stand-up comedian. Like this is so cool. Look, all these people. Look, they did all these shows, and then all of a sudden they see him do the same show four or five times in a weekend. And you're like, oh, I think I might just stay home next weekend. Happened like, to Jerry. Yeah, don't even see him all. Ha- happened to Jerry all. Seinfeld. Yeah. Did it? He say that? Yeah, a girl uh, wasn't turned on him on to, onto him anymore because she didn't like his act. Really? Is this his right. current wife? Is this uh, episode in Seinfeld, or yeah. is this real? Oh, this oh. Is an episode. <laughs> but everything was based off of real life. See, so. I don't have a whole lot of Seinfeld knowledge. I, I don't know if I've ever sat and Loser. watched like a full episode from front to back, but I know a lot of the Seinfeld famous Shh. bits. Sure, sure, sure. What's I the guess. deal with Ovaltine? It's not Ovaltine. That's cool, Jerry. That is a bit. That's one me. of them. Yeah. Well, yeah you know, I've never seen it either, so I am in the same When did it go off the air? 96. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so I only ever saw reruns when it came on, like, Still the most watched TV show of all time. No, the, Mash, the season finale. Mash right? is, I think. Mm-hmm. The, the Office is the most streamed on Netflix oh, back when I, it was on Netflix. I know it was right? like, not anymore. Coco Melon. Has, it was ninety eight. I believe Coco. <sighs> I, and this could My be kids wrong. Like Coco Melon, but I believe Coco Melon has been is hit the hundred billion. Mark. Are you serious? Swear to God, <laughs> the um, seventy six point three million watched the uh, final episode of Seinfeld. That seems like a lot. What, what's a good number now? Like seven hundred thousand. I mean, to watch an episode of oh, TV? Like, for TV. Like, like oh, yeah. like Baby Thrones Rock. Is, Baby Thrones Rock. Is, Thrones oh, exactly. starts tonight. Make Thrones sure you is watch. absolutely yeah. fucking thrilled with ten mil. Yeah. Who is? Th- like when Thrones, the Thrones finale was like ten million. 12 That's million, a lot like right that. now. I mean, think yeah. about the football games. Think yeah. about what. That's the only the thing that gets that giant Sunday night footballs getting. Well, also, how Thursday did, night football. Speaking of ratings, how did Jake Paul Anderson Silva do? Do anyone know? Any numbers? Jake Paul knocked him out. No, he won a decision, he won but he knocked decision. him down, though. He knocked right? him down, sorry. Yeah. People yeah. were trying to claim it's, it's th- it was. They all are. Allegedly. It was a fraud Allegedly. situation. <laughs> really? But did anyone know what, how, what kind of sales it did? No. I don't know. Was they it? both donated to, like, fight camps. I know Lev that. lost his fight. He did, who did he fight? Yeah. Oh, he fought uh, Uriah Hall, I believe. Yeah. It was this monster. Uriah Hall is no joke. Yeah. You can take him. Yeah, Lev no looks way. pretty good. Never. Who? Lev Bell he looks pretty good. It looks like he's in shape for sure. Uriah Hall actually acted like he had some respect for him, too. Is that going to be a thing? Oh, yeah. NFL guys just continue to box. For sure. Why not? Or rap. Well, if you could rap, but. When are you boxing? Cole Beasley, he's rapping. I don't don't think I can eat those shots anymore, Nick. I don't know if you guys ever box. You go against somebody that knows what they're doing. It's a scary situation. Oh, this is not. We're not just standing here and throwing punches. You're like, you have some strategy and you're moving and you have footwork. I wish I would have started doing that when I was a kid. Yeah, but you have an iron jaw. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't think I do anything. You can't I think, teach that. I think we all have like a finite amount of hits we can take, we can yeah. absorb. And I, I don't know what my number is, but I think I got pretty close to it. <laughs> You're up so, there? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Even though I feel great, never had a concussion. Knock on sure. something. Doesn't matter. That's something. Knock on that head. Well, who started right. that dumb thing? Knock no, on wood. Knock on wood. Witches. 
yeah, woodpeckers. Just like, oh, hey, make sure you put a coat on. If you go outside and your hair's wet, you'll get sick. That's a myth. That's stupid. Don't is, believe is it. No, but you're definitely not supposed to. Oh, you'll get to... pneumonia. No, you won't. Swimming. I'm sure people hate me. You can't swim after you eat until you, you got to wait an hour. Minutes. hour. 30, minutes. 30 minutes. It was an hour when I was a kid. 30 minutes. Oh, so I tried to explain long. that to my kids. I'm like, you know, parents used to try to tell us we got to wait an hour before we can swim. And my parents, kids are like, what? I'm like, yeah, that used to be what That's they real. did. That's real. That was what. So they didn't want you to puke in the pool. Right? Cramp, cramp up. Yeah, cramp, cramp up. Who cares? Cramp up. Cramp up inside and get out of the water. <laughs> cramp exactly. up and drown. What are we in the? Are we, is this an open water, open ocean swim certification? Yeah, I thought it was because of puking and pooping. Oh, yes, yeah, no. pu- I thought it was puking and dumping out. Like, hey, someone has a backyard pool. I can't have these turd kids taking dumps and puking in my pool. No, that was sold to us as if if you cramped while right after you swam right after you ate while swimming, you die. Well, it depends. Yeah, on I've caught. Hey, out in Tahoe, I've caught a hamstring cramp when I was. Farther out than I would like to be, and I could not stand. And the, you know, the tide's pushing you out. I've got a hamstring cramp, and instantly I remember I was like, "Oh, I get why people drown." I get. <laughs> I, just, I was already dead tired from trying to swim in, and then I got this cramp. I'm like, "Oh no!" And you have to like one leg at one arm, try to like uh-huh. it. That is nothing to mess with. That, that gave me a lot of like, okay, Respect. I'm never going to blame anyone for drowning again. Sure. This that would suck, man. You almost drowned, Diggs. You looked at me like you had something. No. Oh, that's Never. when he threw that like stone, and then he got dragged. Cinder block. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've been in situations where you're playing pool basketball and you're under the water for longer than you would like to be. Yeah, and you think you're, you think yeah. you're gonna, you think you're gonna drown, but no, I've oh. never almost drowned. Or <laughs> maybe a, like you ever get stuck at the wave pool as a kid, and you get underneath, and you know, all of a sudden there's kids scary. everywhere, and, and you, all, all you of a sudden, see oh, is, no. uh, inner tubes above you. You don't know which way's up, which way's down. Yeah, yeah those happens. are scary situations. Think about that now. That's the most dangerous thing of all time. Right? Wave, 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 wave. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was in one, uh, I don't know, a year or so <laughs> ago. We were going that Buckeye cruise. We stopped at a place that had a wave pool, and I was like, this is awesome. I hadn't been in a wave pool forever. And also, I could see how kids go missing all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't go too close to that, the top oh. of that wave. Yeah, Wouldn't that be right down? Weren't you guys always, I was, there's called the Beach Water Park by Kings Island in Ohio, and I used to go there, and their wave pool, I was always so scared. You know, you get closer to where the deal is that pushes, makes mm-hmm. all the waves. It's like a grate. And I always got so scared of getting anywhere near that because the water got dark and super deep. I thought I'd go there, and like my trunks would get stuck in the grate or something, and yeah. I'm boom. Yeah. I'm just uh, stuck down there it. dead. That's the least you worries, my friend. That suction will pull your intestinal organs exactly. right outside your butthole. And yeah. Just, yeah. Right out of your body yeah. into the, into the pool. They should probably one, put too. a warning sign up or something for that, right? They yeah. should. I mean, Stay away from the suction. They should also warn you that the pool Kids is... probably put their little dangle, their little meats by that if you hear that. All Those the time. kids little perverts, right? That's what you would do. <laughs> suck zone! No, I yeah, wouldn't. Suck off! That's what you would do. That would scare me. I think I'd pull it right off. Why <laughs> no, would I do not, that? You're, you're, you're not even a kid and you'd still do it, but yeah. <laughs> I do believe people are more concerned about how the pool is 75% pissed. Because of how all the kids are in there all the time. And the, you tell me the adults aren't pissing? No. Yeah, oh. you never would pee in a pool, I bet. I haven't been in a wave pool, I think, since I was any eight pool. years old. A pool. Just a pool Oh, in just any pool? I don't pee in the pool that is at my uh, place of living. However, really? I have peed in a pool before. Have oh, you yeah. peed in the pool of the place I you live? I pee yeah. at no. every single pool I go. Well, no, you just got to put, you gotta put if you own a pool, you got to put the sign up that says, I have the the chemical in here that if you pee it's going to turn bright pink or something yeah. they used to scare us as kids with that that's another that's fake throwing ups too yeah like if i'm Is drinking it? and i'm in i'm in the pool if i'm drinking. gonna pee in there if i'm living if 30. i'm swimming i'm not like i remember okay. well guess what if i'm in a pool i'm drinking age oh there you go <laughs> i like that my pistol my dad i think i've told the story in the show one time my, my my brothers and i we never let pistol we never let him hear it like not didn't let him live it down one time. He got out of the pool at this place, giant pool place, and he walked like 
300 yards to a bathroom to take a leak, and then he came back in. And we're like, what are you doing? Like, it, we couldn't believe it, that he walked all the way over there. He wasn't trying to set an example and telling us not to pee. He just was doing it. I'm like, I, my brain didn't understand that. He walked so far, and he wasn't over there dumping. He was peeing. Well, he's an honorable man. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's, the, that's a great generation that he comes from. Yep, yeah, exactly. And that's exactly. the problem that's with the, my that's generation. That's the greatest generation. That's the standard. Yeah, so then I used you to think they peed what? on the beaches of Normandy in the, in the <laughs> ocean? Because they didn't. Okay. You're right. Ever oh. since then, so now the moral of the story is I get up and I walk as far as I can to pee if I'm ever swimming. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what you should do. I've also tried to hold that standard, but it's tough sometimes. Yeah, or you tell your kids you can't pee in the pool, so they get out of the pool, they stand up, and they pee directly outside of the pool. Like, pull your pants down your ankles and that's just awesome. pee. Hell yeah. yeah. That's gangster. Towards, like, that outside is, of the thing. Yeah. That is gangster. Or you tell them to go pee in the ocean, and they run down on the beach and just pull their pants down and pee into the ocean. Yeah. Legendary. No, no, get in. At least bet, waste. Yeah, yep. Axel probably tells you to eat shit and does it right away. <laughs> Doesn't care. We just hope he's not trying to eat his own turds, con man. Really? He eats his own poop? Is no, that a hawk no. thing? Or? Um, luckily he is not, but I've seen pictures of people who have kids where they took their diet, they like had the straight chocolate diarrhea and sorry, Evie's shaking his head. Evie's got these, you know, nice, he, naive little ears. I don't want him to hear these <laughs> close things. The, the chocolate he, diarrhea. And their kid, I guess, took it off in the middle of the night in their crib. When they're real young, and kid couldn't get out of the crib, took it off and just smeared dumps uh. all over their face, all over the crib. Like and it, it horrified me when I saw it. I was like, so did you burn the house down? Like, how do you, that room's never clean again. Yeah. The kid's probably never clean again. Their kid had, it looked like pudding. Smeared oh. in your face, everything. So is that why Bobby Carpenter started that thing with his sons? Because he wanted to kind of change the view of what his kids were after no, that? No, not, uh, not Bob. Okay. Okay. Not, but I, think it, I think it's more common than we think. I really do. Of kids taking their diapers off and spreading turds everywhere. Probably. Yeah, I have no What are we talking about? Sorry. With that being said, guys, we're going to take a quick break. You know that, Diggs? Oh, okay. We yeah. are going to take a quick five. Yeah. We We'll have Pat here at the 1 o'clock hour at some point yep. from Georgia. Oh, man. Can you imagine what that campus is like? I awesome. am pumped. Awesome. Georgia, Alabama. Yeah. Awesome. And LSU. Oh, no. Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia Tennessee, Tennessee, what, 3.30? And then Bama, LSU. Right yeah, Bama, LSU, I'm thinking. Good Jeez, day, Nick. What yeah. a great Unreal. Saturday of football followed by a great Sunday of football, which will make well. our picks also when Pat comes on here. Con, don't Just be taking, taking the games on Saturday because they're going to be really good. And then rem- remember those games on Sunday because there might be some deaths. Well, no, just manage your expectations. Exactly. Yeah. Go in th- being thankful that this is awesome. I get to watch NFL football yeah. on Sunday. We and thought last night was going to suck. I actually thought yeah. that was a pretty was really good game. You guys all looked at me like I was a big douche when I said uh, <laughs> I said the Texans could cover 14, and it covered it was 12. Yeah, you, you were right there. I just think <laughs> had to take a shot. This weekend we should just be careful. And also, to your point, though, we should take it in because this will be the halfway mark after week nine. Oh, we're already man. adding the double digits, and Foxy sent something earlier. We're only 100, 100 days, days away from the Super Bowl. Jeez. Oh, it's days. November. 100 days. That's nightmare fuel. 100 teams away from Jeez. 100 days. Well, Time goes faster in the fall. It 100%. Does. Oh, it faster. absolutely does. And speaking of, daylight savings times on Sunday, so you will so get we're going Is that the last time back. we fall back? Yeah. We fall back. Wait, so... Fall back we spring this year, forward. and then I think we spring forward in March. So we're losing an hour. And then it's done? Yes. No, 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 you're gaining an hour. So if you were usually wake up so at this 9. this is why you want to go. If you're in college and you're out and you think the bar is closing, nope, we got an extra hour. Bingo. Hell yep. yeah. yeah. Got night. it. If you usually wake up at 9, you'll More wake up booze. at 8. So keep that in mind with the games, too, because when noon Well, now it'll around, finally be light early. It's not light till like 8 a.m. now. So yes, now, now we'll change that. Yeah, light earlier, darker early. Dark at 2.45. Yeah, which is, is tough what? for you because when you go pick up the kids, don't you almost crash like 15 <laughs> yeah. times? <laughs> well, it's usually be driving home from here. But no, the kids in the car, <laughs> I, can't, I could never sleep with the kids in the car, man. I'm... <laughs> Guess who's on the horn right now? Who we can pot up? Here we Let's go. Pot him up. 
Let's do it. He's down in Georgia right now, correct? So yes. let's let's throw it down here, Mr. Pat McAfee. What's going on, buddy? Where yeah. are you? Yeah. You look great. Hey. Looking good. How's it going, man? Good glasses. Hey, it's fantastic. It's uh it's a beautiful day down here in Athens, Georgia. Not too hot, not too cold. Nice little breeze. There's a cookout happening over here that the College Game Day crew puts together every single Friday. And the smoke is kind of oozing into the set. It smells delicious. It smells like a beautiful fall day here in Athens with the biggest game in the history of the stadium happening tomorrow. One versus three. I was at the FBO this morning when I landed. I went to take a piss with this Athens FBO. Mm. I go into the bathroom and a man, a gentleman that obviously I did not recognize because I just landed in Georgia, but apparently he recognized me. He didn't know who I was, but he knew that I was is kind of the look that he gave me as I was going to the bathroom and I go to take a piss. I start, you know, relieving the tree. Uh, kind of letting water out of my body, and I'm a notoriously long pisser. I drink a lot of okay. a lot of liquids all day, so I'm sitting there peeing, and this man comes in, and uh, obviously we're having a conversation oh, while we're no. urinating next to each other. This guy starts talking. He goes, uh, "I know who you are." He says to me, "I go, okay, sweet. I don't know who you are. You sound like a good guy." Uh, he was a nice guy. He had a three quarter zip on. Seemed had good, uh, you know, had good aura around him. He's sure. at an FBO, so let's assume you know something's going on. And he goes, "Tomorrow you're in for a treat." This is while we're peeing. I'm still peeing. I'm about. 15, 20 seconds into my piss. He's probably four to five seconds into his piss. We're deep in a conversation now. Two sentences, right? And this man seemed to be so nice. So I said, hell yeah, it should be a great one. He goes, biggest game in Sanford Stadium history. And I go, oh, shit. This sounds like a real researcher right now for game day tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like not, Now I'm like, well, seems like this guy who's wearing a Bulldogs hat on is a fan of the Bulldogs, felt obligated to tell me this while we're pissing in this particular setting. This seems like a good stat. This seems like a good stat. So he goes, biggest game in Sanford Stadium history tomorrow. I go, oh, yeah, hell yeah, lucky to be here, man. Excited for the excited for the environment or whatever. And he goes, number one versus number three, they ain't never having one versus seven, having 1971, okay? Then 1983, Bo Jackson came to town. It was Auburn. It was like one versus six. One versus three is the biggest fucking game in the stadium's <laughs> yeah. history tomorrow. I go, oh, go dogs. And he goes, go dogs. Oh. And then I wash my hands. I wash my hands. He was also a long pisser. He was also a long pisser, I realized, because I was able to do the full alphabet thing that everybody learned during COVID and when we were kids. So we had to showcase it because anytime I'm in a public bathroom, I have to showcase that I'm washing my hands, you know, just because I don't want to be the person that, you know, pisses, doesn't wash hands and potentially talk to uh, nobody's in there. People. What's that? What if nobody's in there? Somebody's always in there, bud. But just hypothetically, there's, there's, hypothetically, there's no one in there. You think camera? you got pee hole cameras in there on you? No, I just think, you know, there's always somebody somewhere. You know oh, what I mean? Okay, good. That's you know a good I mean? thing. You should always you should always believe that. That's a good I way to live. I believe everything is always that I I've lived, asked Nick. Yeah. I don't know if Nick's on a microphone. Nick, how long have I lived that life? Ever that since life I've known for, this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally. Everything that I do, I feel like I assume everybody's gonna know. Everything. And that might be just because I'm a little bit of a cynic or whatever whenever it comes to certain things and like oh of course but it is real everything i've ever done feels like everybody's going to know about it anyways so i try to live as if everybody's going to find out so i'll give at least a good rinse off maybe not every time i'm doing a full alphabet i might be a b c okay and we're the f out you know what i mean but i think uh i think i try my best to keep it sanitary especially in these covid crazy times a lot of masks i've seen I've seen a lot of masks uh, on the way over here. Not a lot, not as not as much as other places, but I've seen some masks out there. I don't know what they know that we don't know, uh, but this this fucking campus is beautiful. Tomorrow should be awesome. And once again, 
biggest fucking game in stadium history. So I appreciate you guys having me on this show. AJ, you're doing great. Brucey boy, thanks for sitting in on the toxic no, table alongside you. Boston Connor. I think it's a big time move. You've done great on the mic every time we talk. And goddamn Breeders' Cup's happening. You're the only horse person oh, we got. Yes. Because oh, yeah. if you remember, we talked to TVG Mike yesterday, There's and we said lock. the horse system's fucking broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we said it's broken. Big time. Remember, AJ? Of course. It's broken. Yeah. Fucking flight line, the lock. That should be in the Kentucky Derby. That should be in the. But what if Flightline doesn't win by twenty lengths? Like, do you think is it? He acts like it's a guarantee. No, no matter what, this thing is going to win, and he's going to blow out the competition. It's not beating it. Well, Bruce, Bruce, yeah, Bruce said Epicenter. Bruce yeah. said Epicenter is the horse yeah. that we need to look at. And TVG Mike kind of took his eh yeah. out on him. Yeah. You know, that's a TVG what TVG Mike that? did. But once, it, I don't know. What does TVG Mike hate Bruce when Bruce jumps in and tries to mess with his picks? Yeah, no, he's just trying to hype up Flightline and Why, sell does he get it, a kickback put or it over. I don't know. Probably. All right. Bruce, you think you think that's like two alphas? Yeah. Kind of he understands when you're asking a question, it's a leading question. Like remember Connor asked him a question. Yep. And he goes, oh, <laughs> what a fucking dumb yeah. question or something. <laughs> Did he, the he men in your family bet? <laughs> oh yeah. Should <laughs> I go to show? Yeah. That was a tough question. So Sorry. I feel like when you ask I feel like oh Bruce also said is Connor fucking <laughs> Yeah, I I, I, I guess these these horsing marks they'll get after <laughs> horsing. <laughs> horsing marks. Horsing. Um, but when Bruce asks a question, I think TVG Mike knows that there's potentially another horse knowledger in the conversation, you know? So I think there is a little bit of that because he did back off a little bit off flight line. When you brought up epicenter, he cut a promo for epicenter and then he cut a one for Taya Tadaya. Taiba. Taiba. Yeah. That's Baffert. 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 So your question led to him cutting a promo showcasing to you, the other horse person that he does know other horses fucking exist. He is just the horse person amongst dumb horse people giving us the details. So I think TVG Mike has a winner tomorrow. And uh, is that race tomorrow, Bruce? Yes, that is Saturday. Tomorrow night? Um, yeah, I think it'll probably be around like 6, 37 o'clock. Yeah, no chance of watching it. <laughs> you know, it's college football. Yeah, but we'll certainly tough. be betting on Flightline, who sounds amazing. Bruce, I appreciate you. Tone Diggs, you're the best. I was reading through you know, your professor notes for this week going into game day. We got a good one. Tone, you're getting better at coaching, by the way. Tone might be a fucking professor one day with the way he writes up these things for me to read. I appreciate you, Tone. Well, I just, you know, I just want to make sure that I give all the best information and it's all correct information. I I proofread it again this morning. I think we're good. Do you put your own, does he put his own thoughts on there, Pat? Like, does he like write like what happened in the last game and then he'll put like little quotations and his little like, oh, my two cents. So I think I think what's awesome what he has done is he'll like acknowledge what I've said on game day like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He was like two weeks ago uh, you said this. Smart. This is still good. I'm like tone, my man. I did say that. Didn't <laughs> I, did. I I remember that. I remember that. So like he takes real time in it, and I appreciate you, Tone. You're yeah. making me a lot better on this uh, on the program. I, I heard um I heard Bear and Stanford Steve talking technically tomorrow. I mean the guy in in the FBO is correct if you're going by a college football playoff. But if you're going by college football playoff and the AP ranking, it's it's number one versus number one. Tennessee's oh. number one in college football playoff. Uh, Georgia's yeah. number one in the AP. Wow, wow, it's a big game. It's good for Tennessee to be like, for Tennessee needs to be good for for college football. Like I think they they need to be one of those institutions that every year they're you're talking about in preseason. Hey, here's something that I kind of learned from listening to conversations and once again getting to be around the people that I'm around talking about college football is. Unbelievable. The amount of things that I've learned just from listening and watching and, you know, that type of stuff about the history and the tradition. So, like, I guess, and I have not looked this up with my own research, so I'm part of the problem. But somebody that I trust 
said this, uh, so I'm going to, you know, just act as if it's true. So when Tennessee would be good in like the last 20 years, Georgia wasn't good. When Georgia would get good, Tennessee wouldn't be good. So when Tennessee was good, Georgia wouldn't be good. When Georgia was good, Tennessee wouldn't be good. So it's like they've played each other. There's certainly a rivalry, but it's been a long, 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 long time, long time since they were both like good at the same time. Normally it's just like a boom or a boom. And this time, supposed to be, you know, two dogs hammering out. And I think this rivalry being rekindled a little bit has been a good one. You know, we got Luke Bryan picking tomorrow. Oh. Uh, there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of energy. I think there's going to be a lot of people from Georgia. I think that are going to be in the building, like you know, a lot of people in, from Tennessee that are going to be in the building. It's going to be a star-studded affair. I think what? down here tomorrow, it's a big fucking deal. Man. You've seen it. I mean, you you went to the SEC championship or whatever when grown ass uh, yeah. human beings were barking. <laughs> just, I mean, just try to get just try to get Uga on set. That's all we really need. Yeah. So is this? You know, Zito said this as I was telling you. Do you think fucking Uggas, that's his house right there? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like Uggas' house. Oh, well, for like game, it's his house for game that's day, right? It's a crib. Dude, I hope he does a tour, man. <laughs> you got to have air conditioning, I'm guessing, right? Some kind of fan or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a English bulldog going to need that. I mean, Tone can speak yeah. to that a little bit more than I can, but they do overheat. They do overheat. If we know anything about putting air conditioning in a truck, it's pretty hard. <laughs> hold on, though. Hold on, though. I wish I could pull this up. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's that vent oh, thing, right? Fan. That P vent. Yeah, the... Mike Roman. Yeah. Wait, did that guy draw a picture of you behind? This. Can you see this? I don't know if you can see this. Uh, oh, there it is. Oh, there yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Oh, no. Here, point, it t- point it towards you now. Can you pull it back towards you? <laughs> or point it down a little bit? <laughs> that's what? sweet. Is it sucking or why, blowing? Why are you the way you are? <laughs> is the air is coming in or out? Blowing? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> hey, what do you think of the game last night, pal? It was a good game last night on uh, Prime Video. Big gaping well, holes. Congr- congrats to you, you know, for oh, being... Yeah. Sorry um, for being such a big, dumb idiot for picking the uh, Texans to cover 14. Okay. No <laughs> one's We talked about it. We talked about it. Should have happened. Should have been covered. You know, obviously a couple... Unfortunate situations. Also, Houston Texans, I think, showed a lot of fight, a lot better than yeah. any of us could have imagined on a short week with all the things going on. Lovey Smith's got the boys rallying, seemed to do some productive stuff. I think that first drive, the first couple drives, were awesome. I, I think if Damian you talk to anybody here, that was man. Damian Pierce running, yeah. hey, dude, this dude is awesome. Don't you like watching this dog. guy run the ball? He's a dog. I mean, since the beginning, we've been talking about him because mm-hmm. AQ Shipley, who's been doing in the trenches, has been wanting to put the Houston Texans in like every single week, strictly because of fucking Damian Pierce. And where it sometimes, I think he's been in there once. I think. I think he's been in the trenches one time, yep, yep. but he kind of gets shimmied out yeah. because the Texans don't matter. So it's like, it's nothing that this man could do anything different. It's just like the record is what the record is. It's tough to talk about a team whenever there's like seven other opportunities that are good around the league when it comes to the run game. That was kind of like the Atlanta. Falcons were kind of happening. It's like their run game's awesome. Houston and Damian Pierce have been fucking fantastic. I've called him Romeo a couple times. Also a cool name. I don't think that's his name. He is awesome watching. He's hard. He even stumbles. Doesn't look like he's as clean out the gate, and he's still getting like five yards on those carries. He's fun to watch. Now, I don't like how many hits he's taking on a season that's ultimately going to be worth nothing uh, at the end of the day. They showed a lot of fight. The Philadelphia Eagles inevitably, you know, kind of turn it on, start doing their thing. A.J. Brown, hilarious that he's on that team. Mm-hmm. Hilarious how good he is. There's so many stats on the internet right now, not only just yards that he's received, that he has this season compared to other teams and compared to the Titans more specifically because they're the ones that trade him away on uh, draft night, but how about fucking just the overall impact? There's a mic'd up clip out there. 
where him, Devontae, and uh, I forget the other guy's name, another wide receiver. Quez Watkins or Zach Paschal? No, I don't think it was Paschal. I think it was Watkins. They're talking shit, like, to each other. Like, he has taken that locker room and his culture and their culture – have been like a perfect fit. And you have to give a lot of credit to Sirianni. You got to give a lot of credit to Howie Roseman, who's cutting promos on Eagles fans before games, telling them to fuck off. Awesome. I mean, it is. The Eagles were slow start last night. Maybe it was just a Houston good start. You know, they're professional yeah. as well. But in the end, the good team, the best team in the NFL right now, gets a win. And Thursday night gets some points and a little bit of star power as Jalen Hurts. And Dallas Goddard was a great weapon for him all night, too. A lot of sideline pickup plays. It didn't. I, it was a good game. I yeah. enjoyed the game, but congrats to the Philadelphia Eagles for not covering but getting a win. It was definitely a better game, I think, than we expected. Everyone's thinking, like, oh, okay, this is going to be this is going to be a disaster. But the Texans did what they could in the first half. to They were going to have time tied, and then they turned the ball over a few times, and you know you're screwed. Like They had to kind of play a perfect second half, I feel like, to keep this close and have a chance to win. Dougie Mills makes a um... – I didn't expect him to make that pick, the CJGJ one, I think, early. Yeah, yeah. kind of jumped yeah. up in the pocket as he was getting hit and flung it down there. Threw it. That was like a panic. That, like, that's yeah. not what Dougie Mills is. You know, that, that didn't look like a standard Dougie Mills type play. But maybe Pep and he went into the game thinking, hey, we're, we got to make the most of every, yeah. you know, like, hey, we're playing against a very good offense. We got to. We got to make the most of it. And it felt like he forced it. That felt like the first, like, rookie mistake we've ever seen him make in his young career here. And, uh, that fucking Philadelphia Eagles team's awesome. I enjoy them a lot. I enjoy them a lot. They're dancing. They're celebrating. The way they act, the way they carry themselves. They had some adversity. They're able to overcome it. I enjoy them, and I like the big gaping holes too. Mm-hmm. You know, I like oh, yeah. how Michael's oh, yeah. dropping out a couple of times. How about the internet's reaction to big <laughs> gaping holes? Has anyone checked There's with Al? Has he been watching AQ in the trenches? I don't think so. I, I assume oh, it just yeah. got into somebody's. Somebody's conversation and got into his ear, but the fact that he said it, we appreciate him for in the trenches. There were some people burying the big gaping hole. I see. What? Some Wait, why? What do you mean? I think Fandle actually put a tweet out about uh, every time what? he says big gaping hole, is the headphones off. I'm like, Fandle, huh? What? Is that oh. right? You guys don't like it. Wait, what are is they trying right? to say? Huh. Huh. What's that all about? That's odd. Huh. I don't know. They've been tweeting a lot of eyes too. Like, who the fuck is I? I like, is this John? Uh-huh. Is this the books maker? I, I think that every time. Yeah, that who every runs time I see I. Who runs it? Who is uh, I? Who is the sports book? I guess just the book itself is speaking, and then I guess the book itself would be like every bet I make with like a gif on yeah. the other side of it. Yeah, that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. If sports... That's interesting. A lot of questionable there's, shit over there's there. There's no I in sports books. It's not easy to. It's not. E- that is correct. Mm-hmm. There's almost us. a cool, though, if you spell it yeah. with like yeah. a K mm-hmm. and add an L. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> you can almost spell cool there at the end, but there is no I in sportsbook. You're right. It has to be <laughs> tough to do that type of stuff. But the big gaping hole, Al Michaels, Kirk Street. I like the way they call games. I enjoy them. Now, I like both people, so I'm a little bit biased. This is mm-hmm. like what you were saying about Marcus Freeman. Yep. I enjoy them as an NFL commentating duo, and I think, uh, I think they do good for the game. I think they're going to catch – Heat because no matter what happens, if the game sucks or if they get anything wrong, just like any commentator would. But I like—I think it was a good experience last night on Thursday Night Football on Prime. Did you check? Uh, AJ, you told me you're gonna check out that Dude Perfect one. Dak Prescott was in studio for what? them. What were your thoughts on the Dude Perfect one? That was a good experience. I think Amazon is getting it right here. I think they're trying their best at so least. So I saw they promoted the, on the regular feed. They promoted, hey, this is whatever tease that we go over here to this alternate feed to see Dude Perfect if you want. And I saw actually Dak and was it CD Lamb? Yeah, they were throwing. Mm-hmm. 
spinning darts trying to get it into a basketball. Is so that what I saw, sweet. right? They have all kind of – they got dunk tanks. Like, they have they have a lot of stuff so, over there, man. They're figuring out – did you see it? Like, how much of it did you watch? Yeah, well, I mean – But those are your guys, though. You've already done things. Like, you did – you kicked off WrestleMania with them. Yeah, they revealed the stage, you yeah. know, which is a – well, first try. Monumental moment. First try from like 600 yards. Yeah, that you, was didn't amazing. Hang, yeah. you didn't get to hang out with them as much because they made it so well, quick. It's one of those. Yeah, exactly. That's like I've always been a fan, and I assume that I get the chance to chat with them, you know, because of the WrestleMania stage debut. And, and it was 600 yards, but if you use the golf thing that takes in like the. Oh, the, the uh, slope? Oh, yeah, the yeah, slope, slope, I think. Slope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the slope. And you so take it was, meters, they were up. Yeah, yeah. They took it down. Yeah, they. The slope was probably, I don't know, probably like 60 yards. So it goes from like 600 yards to about 60 yards. What a pretty good huck, put in a hole. Mm-hmm. Guy with the beard, I think his name is Tyler. Oh, First yeah. time right in. Oh, the energy yeah. stud. Energy was so fucking Wait, that wasn't awesome. Tyler, was it? I didn't think Tyler yeah. threw that one. Oh, yeah. It, it was throw? Ty. No, it was Ty. Oh, yeah, he bad. threw it. Kobe, you were thinking Kobe. Kobe, did. that's what I thought did it. No, no. Who was in the dunk tank? They did a no, promo. Kobe, Kobe was there with me. Yeah, he, he was. was with you, yeah. But he wasn't throwing. Those dudes have been doing trick shots on the internet since when I was in college, I think, still. Not yeah. even in the league yet. And um, they sell out arenas. Yep. They're building an amusement park. Yep. And they're in the NFL now. Alternate <laughs> broadcasters. It's fucking remarkable work, what they have done. The amount of time they've had to put into it. With that being said, they are attacking a much different demographic than us. It is. I wanted to watch the entire thing. I planned on watching the entire thing. Couldn't do it, you know, probably because Kirk's watching on the other side and Al and I like doing that. Yeah, but it's not for us. It's for families. And hopefully one day I'll be able to experience that. But I have nothing but respect for the dudes, the perfects. Yeah. The perfects. I watched the, this prime stat vision, whatever they call that. I don't know if any of you guys watch that. Sometimes people think it's too much on the screen. I love it. You can show me every player, every route. I don't care. Do you watch any of that, Pat? No. Oh, yeah, man, especially if you've got anytime touchdown scores or yards yeah, or anything right. like that. It's, uh, it, it even shows it the depth. Like that con- It'll show depth of defenders at times. I'm like, man, I like how you're kind of switching it up for me. How delayed is that, I wonder? Do you know how delayed it is? Hmm. Great question. I don't know. I don't know either because I've, 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 we switch back. I switch back and forth. I do it because it's right there. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. very, very simple. Them not giving the kickoff its own name is awesome. Because you get in there before the game starts, and they're like, "Do you want to watch? Yeah. Um, do you want to watch Philadelphia Eagles, Houston yeah. Texans with Al and Kirk and Kaylee?" Uh, and it's like, "Yeah, watch right now, boom!" And they go there. It's the kickoff show. I'm like, I think they deserve yeah, like a right. little bit yeah. of a oh, little yeah, pop, yeah. just like Spotting football night in America. Out. They at least put that there before Sunday night football. They have that little slate for them. But I, I think they're trying to figure it all out, and I assume that they think that the game would get more people to click on it than the yeah, kickoff show. Okay. So. I get it. I get it. They're trying to, like, introduce that whole thing. Who knows what it'll look like next year as opposed to this year. True. But I think they do make it pretty easy to kind of surf through there. I've I seen Coach JB was not happy. And oh, no, I know no. Ty's not here. Oh, I didn't oh, really? see it. What Coach happened? I didn't oh, see him last man. night. What happened? Yes. Internet he, down? He's not happy? Uh, <laughs> he's just holding him accountable. Who's he holding accountable? Is this Amazon or what? He, he what seems happened? to always have streaming issues, and I'm just going to say it, Coach JB. Your internet probably just fucking stinks, pal. <laughs> well. No one else seems to have issues. And JB, him. no, people do have issues, okay, but it dude. is all in it. It is an internet yeah. issue, I think. Yeah. And like, it. Some people just have no fucking shot either, because the people that control your internet are going to contr- control yeah. your. I mean, there's like right. some places you're only available to have whatever you're available to have, and some people, you know. So I think that that is going to be a problem. And I don't want to break the news to anybody, and I don't think I should be the person that's doing that because I'm not that type of person. I'm like bearing bad news. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. Don't kill the messenger type situation. Exactly. I don't like being that person. 
if you have bad internet, I think the future, I don't know, 150 years or so, going to be fucking tough. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, not just watching the NFL. I, I, I think just in general, I think if you have bad internet going forward, uh, everything's going to fucking stink. And it just is the way the world's going, and the right people uh, will hopefully be the ones that are in control of all that and have the power of all that and can turn it on and turn it off. And <laughs> I'm sure that it'll all get figured out in beautiful fashion. But what everybody's experiencing on Prime on Thursday nights with the NFL not being able to stream it properly or glitching or being a low, I think that's an internet issue. And then people will be like, well, upgrade your internet. Well, some fucking internet isn't available in some places. So, yeah. hey, you're watching it in 720, pal. Fucking enjoy it. See NFL. Live right? with you do what Don't you they, do. Don't they, like, yeah. suppress certain things? Like, by, like, they can make the choice, right, to suppress certain feeds and make you drive your your speed down don't they do that they could yeah like yeah, prioritize yeah prioritize yeah. like throttle. whoever gets it and throttle there it is throttle yeah, that's throttle. A, thank there you z anytime guys. wordsmith pat you know we got billy bean at 145 how sweet is that yeah i think his name's brandon brandon bean you bill? know you know what i mean brandon <laughs> no. Bean. no it's it's brandon yeah, billy it, was another great gm hey speaking of that yeah. speaking yeah. of yeah. baseball did you see the world series but on top of that nonetheless we have brandon <laughs> bean at 145 hey It'll brandon be bean one of the most active, aggressive, mm-hmm. and accomplished general managers He's in the awesome. NFL right now joining oh, us yeah. in 30 minutes. Just a day after the fucking trade deadline ends, and he cuts a – or two days after the trade de- – three days after the trade deadline ends, uh, after he makes a move and then cuts a promo about how the trade process works. I can't wait to talk to Brandon Bean. I had this yesterday, though, whenever I was announcing he was coming on. The, the brain was Billy Brandon, Billy Brandon, Billy Brandon, <laughs> Billy Brandon. Yeah. And then I ended with uh, – um, that's fucking uh, Brad Pitt, right? Yep. Yep. Billy? Yeah, Billy. Yeah, So my so as I'm speaking the words out of my mouth, I see I saw Brad Pitt like hit a Billy Bean baseball, and I was like, all right, it's Brandon Bean. Yeah. So yeah. you and I did the same exact thing, and I did not get a proper answer until you just did what you did right there. So thank you for clearing that up for me. You're a great co-host of this show. Are you, are you going to ask him um, why he had to rob the Colts blind and kind of steal one <sighs> of their question. best players for nothing? Yeah, I'm Come also. On. Every, every time he comes on, I kind of thank you. You know, every time, um, every time he comes on, I, uh, you know, I put his feet to the fire a little bit about trading Josh Allen mm-hmm. to the Indianapolis Colts. I have to. So, I know the trade deadlines, you know, passed, but I think I could really push that narrative a little bit more too. I don't know what he needs. I don't know what he wants. Well, I th- and the last time he came on, he said he would trade himself before yeah. he trade Josh Allen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Business is business. So I do like the fact that he cut he cut a promo because somebody. Must have said, because I think the the article came out that the Saints rebuffed yep. the Buffalo Bills attempt. And then he did a whole press conference saying, like, there are times where a scout who is covering the NFC South or covering the Saints will start doing some research on who's potentially available and whether or not they should become Bills. And then that scout will bring it to me, the general manager, and I would decide whether or not we are to pursue it with all the information that that scout brings if me the general manager was to scout every single player in the nfl all year i would have no time at all he said so with the saints that's kind of what happened and then i saw a report he said on twitter he said on twitter i saw a report um that we got rebuffed we didn't even try is what Bean said so like i appreciate the fact that he felt obligated to be like everybody needs to fucking relax yeah. okay if we really want to get that trade done could we have got it done Maybe. I mean, maybe we could have. But also, Naeem Hines sitting there. We're a big fan of Naeem Hines as well for what we're looking for. Kamara is much more accomplished than Naeem Hines, but we're doing this. So I think him feeling obligated to address that, address that either makes him very competitive and a shit talker, or he's looking out for his guy. Either direction, fucking good move. I'm a big fan of the way Brandon Bean operates. I like, think, I'm a big, I think both big, of it, big fan of him. Don't you think it could be both of it where he's looking out for his guys? 
no question. And he wants to – I think he wants to just clear up some garbage reports that always get out there. Go, oh, they were – because you could, like – some guys are sensitive, man. Some guys might get like offended if they think they're going after a top guy at their position. Like so, he knows too. Yeah, we may be looking at some of those guys, but a lot of times it's probably not true. And I got to deal with it. On the, I got to talk to guys in my team. Like, hey, man, no, we, what I said to you, what I promised you, or told you, like how much you mean to this team. Like, it's real. Like, I don't want you thinking something else. Yeah, and being also laid out the fact that I did not know that somebody in his organization might be looking into somebody to see if yeah. they're available to present it to Bean. It's their job. Yeah. Be- and Bean's like, I don't even hear it. Like, there's some I didn't even know we looked into it until our NFC South scout or our Saints scout came out to me and said, "Hey, about that report." Uh, there was people tweeting, you know, Twitter. It all comes back to Twitter. Eight dollars uh, a month. It all comes. There was people tweeting that Kamara was potentially available. He tweeted a gift too. You know what that is, Bean? You're like a young cool. He tweeted a gift. So I thought it was. I had to just reach out and be like, "Hey, is he available?" They said no. So I didn't look into it anymore. Boom! You get dunked on in the media for being rebuffed. Yeah. That's how, kind of how that all goes. And Bean's like, oh, don't you worry about that. i got a fucking press conference coming up <laughs> on Tuesday, and I'm going to make sure this is told. Like, I appreciate that out of him. I do. I think he's running a good program, man. And it's hard whenever you see a, a good team being run. And, AJ, you know this because you're in a fucking great organization. And I was very fortunate to be a part of a gr- couple great runs with the Colts. Like, there's some buildings that just are going to win, and there's some buildings that are just going to lose. Yep. You know what I mean? From top down. Like it, it starts at the top. It always does. And I think Bean is a great leader of that building. He's yeah. got everybody to buy in patient. Remember that? Vaughn Miller said yesterday, he's a great – he said he's like an elite communicator, I think, Vaughn even said. I'm like, yeah, you're damn right. Like, he seems to be a straight shooter. Like, that's what you want. They were patient, too, in building that culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they get rid of Tyrod Taylor. They make the playoffs. Get rid of Tyrod Taylor. This new GM, Brandon yeah. Bean. This guy, young guy, never heard of him. They make the playoffs for the first time, long time in Buffalo. He's like, all right, Tyrod, thanks. Get the fuck out of here. You're yeah, going to Cleveland. Uh, we're going to do our own thing or whatever. And it just, it's a fascinating, you know, like study almost what the Bills did to get to this point. Because I don't know if any other organizations can do it at this stage of life. Like when the Buffalo Bills were being that patient, while Bills Mafia was firing at them, yep. boom, you know, hey, we're expecting this, we're expecting this, this team, we show up in the middle of everything, Bills Mafia is awesome. I'm not saying Bills Mafia was firing at them, but I assume like media and other people were questioning a lot of things going on in Buffalo, especially with how the fucking Patriots have been for 22 years. Mm-hmm. It's like, I really respect what they've been able to do, and it seems like it was built on marble, not on sand. Yeah, and that's what I appreciate. Like McDermott, too. McDermott almost feels like one of those guys that was similar to Tomlin a few years ago, where Tomlin wouldn't get you know, credit for being this unbelievable coach who everyone buys into and like wants to play for. And McDermott seems to fall right into that category because it feels like every week, and Vaughn has said it before, too, like they don't want to just beat teams. like They want to put them away and you know, really assert their dominance on teams. And McDermott, it feels like, starts with him kind of you know, setting the tone for the whole team. And they're unbelievable. It's hard to imagine even when you watch like the Eagles last night like it's hard to imagine any team being at that level of Buffalo it is because it's early in the season uh, it's halfway through the season yeah I need to stop saying still, early, still early though saying. still early like for what really matters between there's like what, what's the old cliche stuff the pretenders and contenders like we don't there's some people that are kind of right on the fence right now and we'll see what happens we're not there yet but there's going to come a span of like four to five weeks where it's going to be make or break in actual games. Yes. Like, hey, this team needs it or they're done. Like, we're coming upon that Is that time. the Packers this week their... against the Lions? Honestly, Shit. is it one of those weeks I for them? They no. can't lose. Dude, yeah. that's in the division. And that fucking oh. defense, Foxy, Foxy, 
Oh, yeah. Foxy. <laughs> 734th. Did you oh, see yeah. the stat, AJ? 734th yeah. in total defense in this one stat thing. That happens. That has been around since when? 2003 or something? Yeah, it's essentially the worst of all time in the last 20 years. Worse than <laughs> oh, the 0-16 no. Lions. You don't say. Well, if I was the Lions right now, I'd be a, I'd get some heavy propaganda about how terrible stats are and how big stats hey. are trying to, to run us out of the league. We don't like that. Dude, think about, think about Deuce Staley if he's still talking shit to that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no. He's got a lot to say. Yeah, you guys are the worst in 20 years. 20? Oh, no. 20 Every team, every season, 20 years. And what is that, though? Like, it can't all be can't be all scheme, can't be all players. It's a combination of I, things, obviously. I think it's certainly bad scheme. Yeah. Zero buy-in, right? From what we're learning, you know, from the secondary play from Darius Butler. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. What do you need? You just need one person to just take a step like that instead of like that, and it's fucking out you remember, the Pat, we watched a play. Uh, we watched a play either with AQ or with D-Butt, and – Remember, I think Connor, you made it. You made a comment like, "Oh man, twenty-three of safety jumped up in. He had the A gap. The the lineman was holding the B gap, and then at the last second, he peeked inside. Boom! They gashed him, and that's all it takes is one dude just to peek six inches. Oh, all of a sudden now he's got my. He drives me down. Oh, I put two two defenders in one gap. See ya. We're going for a chunk game. Like that's what happens. So that's scheme. That's technique. That's, that's ex- fundamentals. That's just fundamental. That's basic fundamentals, right there. Hey, you execution. If you're in the B gap, you stay in the B gap. You do not peak because you're screwing the guys behind you. So in one of those things that we just talked about, one of those categories, you have to be good. Just yeah. one of them. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you're not going to be the worst in 20 years. But if you're terrible at all of them, hey, fundamentals, shit. Scheme, shit. <laughs> Buy in, shit. shit. Techniques, shit. If you have all of that being shit, <laughs> that's how you end up being 734th yep. out of 734. It's tough to be bad at all. Because the denominator, the denominator is important. Hell and, yeah. We know uh, that. Goddamn right. 734 to 734. Yeah, the denominator is the most important thing in the history of the world. But also, to your yeah. point about D-Bud, he showed us that play with Waddle and Tyreek Hill against the Lions, and they were both double teamed, and they were both wide open on the wide same play. Like, that just feels like <laughs> one of those things that shouldn't happen. And then because of all these stats with the Lions, does this somehow put pressure on the Packers because they're playing this week and it's like, yes, hey, yes. Yes. <laughs> this is the worst team in the last, this is the worst yes. defense in the last 20 years. We should put 50 points up. Dude, I'm, there was a, a part of our, uh, the game day team here. His name's Denzel. He always comes in a hockey sweater every week. He's out oh, of yeah. Chicago. Oh, yeah. first, time I, first time I saw him, he was wearing a Rangers jersey with uh, like blue Air Forces. Damn. And he looked awesome. I'm like, damn, this is a great, horrible jersey. You know, fuck the bread <laughs> man, fuck everything about it. But incredible fit. He's like, I wear hockey sweaters. Every single Friday. So then he came in a Flyers one the next week. Oh, Jesus. Gross. Oh, no. This is disgusting what you're doing. <laughs> but there's Philadelphia people in the crew, too. So they were all happy about it, which yeah. led to an inevitable conversation. Hey, what would you guys win? Uh, hey, hey, hey. Hey, when You would know. It seems like you're a smart guy. What did you guys last want to say? Like, do you? Well, you weren't even alive. Oh, no, you weren't. Oh, oh yeah, they fucking huh. suck. The Tor- Flyers Torts has them buzzing, that- though. Torts has the boys buzzing <laughs> over there in Philly. It doesn't matter. They're the Flyers. Yeah, not doesn't like matter. The they're the Flyers. We'll see. They're, they're, they're the, the Bruins stink too. Bruins beat the he, he wore a Pittsburgh steel. He, he wore a uh, Sidney Crosby one the Hell next yeah. week, and was like, "All right, here we go, we go." He had a friend uh, that's a massive Packers fan that he was talking to whenever I arrived this morning on Facetime. He was talking to him Facetiming, and uh, I go, "What's up, man?" Just like a hello, and I didn't even know I was interrupting a Facetime or whatever. 
And he goes, Pat, the guy on the phone goes, uh, Pat, big fan or whatever. I'm like, oh, my man. So I look at the name of the thing. It says Dylan Packers, okay, on the FaceTime. So I'm like, okay, this guy's a Packers fan. I go, uh, how do you feel, man? You know, you guys dead? And he goes, uh, I think we're going to go seven and two. I think we're going to go seven and two down the stretch, and we're going to win this. And I appreciated Dylan saying that because, you know, we're around Ty a lot. Uh-huh. Ty is yeah. not in Ty. Thing, we miss same thing with Ty. Ty. Yeah. Ty is not saying a seven and two. <laughs> no. I, I, don't, I, don't think I, don't, I don't think there's a lot of people saying a seven and two no. at all. So for you saying, like, this is a make or break game, I don't know if it is technically mathematically a make or break game. It's definitely not this early in the season. You know, they still have a chance to get in or whatever. But yeah. goddamn, I think more, I think the morale of the Cheesehead Faithful yes. is going to be tough to pick up off the floor. Mm-hmm. They lose to this Lions team that has historically the worst defense in the history of fucking defenses since <laughs> <Yeah>. defenses have <laughs> been studied. If that offense does not look good against this Lions defense, and if that team does not beat the Lions, I don't know if it's rock bottom, but goddamn, they're going to be pretty fucking close with this particular roster and Aaron Rodgers playing off a of back-to-back MVP seasons. Yeah, it That's was tough. It would not feel good. I mean, you're right. The morale of the locker room, the morale of the state, of all the fans, they absolutely need to beat Detroit. But Pat, we're gonna let's jump in and get to these picks real quick before Brandon yeah. Bean comes on. Right? We don't have to go too quick. Noted. One twenty-nine. He'll be on about 145. We'll try our picks out. I guess I'm 1-0 right now, which doesn't mean anything. We have a bunch of teams. How many buys? It does. Six buys. Six buys. Not enough football games this weekend, but that's all right. We'll see. Hey, let's start. Uh, That makes it Indianapolis, New England. Conman already talked about this a little bit earlier on this game. What is the the spread here? Uh, Four Four and a half. half Jonathan Taylor is out. Jonathan Taylor out. Four and a half point dogs for the Colts. They are traveling to Foxborough to take on Mac Jones slash... Bailey Zappi slash Jones. Bill Belichick. Mac Jones. Whole game, no matter what, every play? What's up? Connor? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, okay. you go, Pat. What's up? Sorry. You talking to Gertie? No, I didn't know if you said Mac. Dirty didn't, does an incredible job with these graphics. Yes. Okay? And these get sent into a text group, text message, a uh, chat room, if you will, AJ. There you go. Uh, that I'm a part of. That is the graphics team, you know. Uh, and I'm not a part of the graphics team at all, and nobody really is, aside from Zito will make some, Bill will make some, uh, Fox will take some screenshots every once in a while, Mitt will make some, and uh, but Dirty's doing a lot of the heavy lifting. You know, D- Dirty does a lot of heavy lifting. We appreciate Dirty for that, with uh, especially these types of yeah. graphics. It isn't until I saw this graphic this morning come through in the chat room, uh, the graphics chat room. Why is there this many 1 o'clock games and not, more for like it's every week. why are we it's not crazy. having it's every week pat it's every fucking week. what's the no, with the six bye weeks though with the six bye weeks like fucking do it like what do we even just still there's 10 there's 10 10 one o'clock games nine or 10 one o'clock games every week and then it'll be four four o'clock games why why do they do it dude just move so a couple dumb. to the four o'clock so we can like watch and and this is a very like me problem i don't know how many people have this problem it sounds like tone does and probably yeah. like the diehards out yeah. there oh yeah but like, yo, give us a fuck. Come on, give us a chance of watching all these games. You put all, you stack all those ones at one. Why? Just move a couple to four. We're good. We can watch literally every single game. Enjoy the entire thing. Nonetheless, the PAFL has a tough job doing what they do, and the networks have to pay for the four o'clock times. I get it. Whatever the case. This game, though, I did this with the Packers last week, and I do apologize to the Packers for doing that. I was wrong, right? Uh, they did cover against the Bills, so I was wrong. That's on me. I should GFY. Give me the Patriots at home, oh, yeah. minus four and a half against this Colts team. Right. Just because Man. Go. I like this Colts team. I love the people Do you? Okay, that the Colts employ. Okay, There's a lot of people in that building that are getting paid by the Colts that represent the horseshoe. 
that are the heart and soul of the fucking Indianapolis Colts. People that have been there since the Mayflower came over from fucking Baltimore in the middle of the night. People have loved the horseshoe. People who've lived through so many different eras and generations of Indianapolis Colts are in that building. And I got love for those people. And I hate to say it to them. This is going to be another sad flight home from fucking New England. Right. And this is, this is not good. It's not fun. And uh, I hope I'm wrong, but it just all signs point to what the fuck's going on in Indianapolis, AJ. I would have to tend to agree with you on this one. I will ride <laughs> with New England at minus four and a half here, but you never know, man. The Colts could shock yeah, us. Never know. We don't know anything that's going on. The NFL you know. from week yeah, to week. Yeah, you never know. Day you know. to day, yeah. we just don't know what's going to happen. That's why the Bills are yeah. traveling to play the Jets. You know. Bills are 11 and a half point favorites. That does seem to be a lot against this New York Jets football team. What do you think here, Pat? Who you got? Uh, give me the Buffalo Bills. Brandon Bean's coming on the show in 15 minutes. I haven't talked to anybody from the Jets. Good mojo. Brandon Bean <laughs> making a play with Naeem Hines. That's an in-time touchdown scorer this weekend for sure as well. Yep. Give me the Bills minus 11 and a half. Yep, no question. Bills minus 11 and a half for me as well. Now the Dolphins travel to Chicago to take on Zeke's squad. Very the not- Dolphins are only four and a half points favorites, which surprises me a tiny What's bit. What's the here. weather there, Zeke? Pretty good, right? The weather's good across the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, it's been really nice the last couple days. I don't know if it's supposed to rain. It's been windy. I know it's supposed to be now. windy for high school football tonight, people. There's me. a wind alert uh, tonight, uh, but Sunday seems good. Okay, good. In Chicago, there's a wind alert, you're saying? Uh, here. Uh, you know what so they I call think. it, right, Tone? <laughs> Chicago? Second windiest city in America. Oh, yeah, shut there, yeah, up, Nailed dude. it. Nailed it. Where's so the first? Indianapolis. Right Indianapolis is the windiest city in America. Oh, it is windy oh, yeah. every day there. Every yeah. single day. It's, it's windy every day in Indiana. Yeah, there's nothing to stop it. And, you know, people, oh, you got a dome, you got a dome. If it wasn't a dome, the experience of sitting at a game in Indianapolis with no covering would be fucking just chasing your, sh- your shit would be just like this entire, <laughs> the entire game. It would, be, it would be a nightmare for punters. Yeah. The banners would be straight sideways. <laughs> They're good banners too. Well, yeah. Too. If that was the case then they just wouldn't have all those bullshit banners, that mean nothing. They probably would just hang the one. Come on. Oh, jeez. They all mean something. Pipe to us. Yes. True. The AFC finals one is Please. sick. That's really up. Yeah. T- 2014 AFC finalists. It's, 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 it's honorable. Lost like thirty-eight to ten. Well, you guys remember the balls. We yeah. should celebrate. We should celebrate, though. You know, we should celebrate more. Yeah, if so I'm get, okay with it. What, what's wrong Me with too. getting fourth, fifth place? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> Out of thirty-two, that's not too bad. Exactly, yeah, the denominator, right, Pat? Fourth, we would have won the third place game. Well, Pat, Packers, <laughs> Packers were pretty good that year. Eh, well, I mean. What ifs, you know? Exactly. Can't really, exactly. Can't really yeah. deal with those. That's what so. always says. Either way, nothing wrong with a third, you know, a bronze medal or whatever's below bronze medal. I don't think they give one yeah. below bronze. Now, you know, the thing about it is that was like Luck's rookie year, first year of the new regime. Yeah. For, and remember, new regime did paint over the walls. Mm-hmm. That seems okay. odd. Seems a bit odd. You guys had a pretty good run there for a while. <laughs> yeah. Winning is <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Seems a bit odd, yeah. Seems a bit odd. It was an interesting statement there from Jump. Um, why would you do I don't know why you did it. Nonetheless, so I think that banner was put up to, like, signify, like, hey, this era has good that, – that era is gone, though, too. So I don't know why it's still you, – you, to your point, I don't know why that thing's – I don't know why that thing's still up there. It's tough to look at every time I see it. But more banners, the better. I think we can find things like Peyton Manning fucking – Played here. That should be a banner. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just a big picture of Peyton, a big yeah, Peyton head. Just a head of Peyton hanging from the rafters. Put Marvin right next Harrison to it. up there. Put uh-huh. Reggie. Put Reggie Wayne up there for the uh, records he broke. Uh, Dwight Freeney. Dwight put like Freeney. a just a 
Put a big head of him hanging. Vinatieri, we want shit to be hanging. All that. Yeah, I agree. Adam Vinatieri. Yes. Mm-hmm. Put it. Put a something. If we want shit hanging, but you're right. The, the finalist Landry. does all of them. What up, Woe? He's the best. Dolphins minus four and a half. Who you have? Them. Uh, they're playing the Bears. I got the Dolphins. Yeah, me too. Dolphins. Uh, two is feeling Damn it. We, we showed a little clip from his presser when he was just dunking on people, talking about throwing deep balls over everybody. Everybody just Pretty perfect good, huh? passes. It's fun. It's fun to watch Tua go back and forth. I like the cut of his jib, as you say, Pat. Yeah. Packers, Lions, Packers, three and a half point favorites in Detroit. Three and a half. Give me the Packers. And if not, it's not right? that many points. Should be more. Oh, that's tight. 734 out of 734 defenses in the last 20 years. Three and a half seems crazy. Stat. Ford Field, yeah, but baby. The Packers. Yeah. Lions are going to win this one, boys. <laughs> so I have a quiet. good hunch feeling. Lions come out with a W on this one. Oh, Tuesday's going to be crazy. Okay. Yeah. Foxy. Said that last week. And so, the Foxy, week yeah, Foxy I mean, you're, you're, saying this, you're saying this isn't the same, same. Oh. Lions. I actually am saying that this is the same old Lions because this is one of those weird games in the middle of the season that we're not supposed to win and everyone's expecting the other team must win situation where to come out and somehow win this game. Just because no reasons at all, no facts at all, no stats at all. That's just what the Lions do. Nope. All right, Foxy. I hope you get to experience that. Actually, I don't because you coming in on a full (laughs) pissed off about life, same old Lions speech on Monday is awesome and epic and probably better for the change of the future of the Lions than (laughs) – if they were to get a win over the Packers, which would be celebrated for the rest of the year, and who cares? Let's go to the next year. Give me the Packers minus three and a half. They fucking need it, AJ. They they need it. Yeah, I'd say this is as close as you can get to a must win, but I'll take Packers minus three and a half, and now we move into the division still with the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Washington. Uh, but the Vikings are only three-point favorites here, which I talked about earlier in the show. I don't know how they're only three-point favorites against the Commanders. I guess Taylor Heineke, that, is that the reason? It's a weird line, Diggs. Why is that? It's super weird. We were talking about it earlier. Um, it's That's just the stinkiest of stinky lines, Pat. 80% of the money or bets are on the Vikings already. And, it, and it's not moving. It, nope. It's, that's a, uh, that's uh, one where I'm, I'm not going to take the Commanders. And But, like, care. last week, the Titans versus the Texans. Titans were only minus two or whatever. Yeah, minus two and a half. And, and oh. it felt stinky, but they covered easily. Sometimes you sometimes these yeah. happens and, and – it's not the, it just hey, the Vikings know. are a team that I think are going on a run. Give me the Vikings. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It might be, about? it might be because uh, left hand up where we, the commanders is in the building on uh, Sunday. So maybe some performing extra- like Meek Mill last night. I know. I'm not sure if he's performing yeah. like Meek Mill, but I know that he will be walking yeah. around the stadium oh, singing the song. Chance. Hey, if you're, if you're Meek Mill, yeah, Joe Gibbs does give you a good chance. That's a great bar. If you're Meek Mill and you turn around and you're in the outfield of the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series and they have that shot of him rapping with the entire stadium, like <laughs> rapping around him, so that'd be yep. my profile oh, pick. Yep. Stacked. Yeah. What a moment for Meek last night. Stacked. I don't know if it gets better than that. I mean, he's absolutely living his best life. And if the commanders are doing that, I mean, it might make me reconsider, but – I like the Vikings. I like the yeah. Vikings here. No problem. Give me the Vikings here as well. Now we go to, we go to Cincinnati where Carolina comes to town. They're seven-point dogs in Cincy. P.J. Walker is still at the helm there in Carolina. Who are you taking? Yeah, they're a covering machine, it seems like, Man, this uh-huh. Panthers team. Mm-hmm. This is tough With, for me. Uh, I, I don't know. Give me the Panthers to cover. Bengals to win. A little too yeah. for how you doing? Keep it moving. Okay, I'm going to take the Bengals to win here. I think they've got to figure something out without uh, Jamar Chase. If not, who knows what happens in this game. All right, Chargers uh, out Falcons. Chargers. Well, what does that mean? You have the Bengals minus seven or Bengals to win? You didn't. Really... Bengals minus seven. Okay. okay. 
Either way, what do you mean? That's how we, we're doing it against the spread here. If you want to go who's going to win, that's a different story. Well, Pat, Pat doubled down. You got Panthers plus seven and the Bengals to win. Oh, we're not doing double bets. Okay, well. You can no, do no, double. I'm just telling you where I'm at. I'm oh, just, I got I'm you. just letting everybody know where I'm at. Chargers but at Falcons here. What do you think? Chargers team. at Falcons. Minus three. Uh, Falcons getting three. Give me the Falcons at home getting three. Artie Smith and a cold beer yep. against that Chargers team that we don't know anything about. I got to go with you there as well. Uh, Raiders traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jags. Raiders are one and a half point favorites. I'm not This is like a toss up, huh, Dick? Nah, so they nah, was, nah, they nah. were the exact same thing in uh, New Orleans uh, last week. And got week. blasted. Yeah. 24 uh, That's what I was thinking. Nah, 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 nah. Because. Well, I think the, I think the Jags were pretty much the exact same against uh, Denver last week in London. So, so I mean, both they look lost. terrible, right? And both the Jags lost. looks pretty good early. Yeah, yeah. 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 ETN looks yeah. really just good. The Trevor picks. This is a game where just give it to Jacobs and give it to ETN and see what happens. Let the under hit and then sure. Just, sure. Let's keep it moving. Uh, who do you got, AJ? I'm gonna take Jacksonville here. What plus one and a half? Yeah. All yep. right, give me the Raiders then because okay. they stunk so bad. I assume they'll come back, right? Can't yeah. Can't get that embarrassed that much money on the field. McDaniels. Yeah. Yeah, of course. A lot of money on the field over there for them oh, to yeah. get blown out. You're right. Ah, good point. That is a good point. I'll still stick with the Jags here, but Seattle travels to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Seattle was one-and-a-half point dogs on the road with old Geno Smith there at the helm. Any injuries we need to know about here? I don't believe so. I think James Conner is still out. Yeah, his core questionable. I'm not sure. I'm not positive. D hops in the lineup for the Cardinals. That's, yep. that's all you need to know for the that's Cardinals. That's all you really need to know about the Cardinals team, right? On the yep. offense, if D hops playing, they're going to be able to do shit. If he's not, they're not. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Give me the Seahawks, though. Just ah. Good pick. HBO Hard Knocks starts next week. Whoa. Just something ah. to think about. have a profound impact on this you game. You never know. They might say, hey, we got to turn it on now because people are going to see us in the building every single week from here on out. Just a thought. Ooh, what are you going to do? It's a tough one. Oh, no. Yeah. Give me the Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks. I'm going off what the Seahawks are, taking on what we thought the Cardinals might be. Yep. And But what they actually are. Are the Cardinals a good team yet? No. At times. They won. Uh, the Seahawks won the first matchup 19-9 to in Seattle. That was when they had all those red zone problems. All right, give me the Seahawks, just because it feels like you're not supposed to pick the Seahawks here because the M.O. of the Seahawks is still that they're the Seahawks uh-huh. after trading Russell Wilson, but the team of them is actually a good fucking team. Yeah. Give me the Seahawks plus one and a half. Okay, give me the Cardinals minus one and Shit. a half at home. <laughs> we move on to uh, the L.A. Rams traveling to Tampa to take on Tom Brady and the Bucks. The Bucks are what? Three-point uh, favorites here at home. All right, this is an interesting game as well. Mm. I'm not sure which way I'm going to go. Jeez, Louis. These are some tough lines here, huh? Very, yeah. These are some tough, Cause like, weird who, games. We don't know what team's going to show up on either side, really. Like, yeah. I don't know. This is like the figure-it-out spot for both these teams, it feels like. Both these teams could be good. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be great, both these teams. Yeah. Both these teams could be great. Make a run. Both these teams could be shit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Could, could be absolute shit because they're looking at retirement, you know? And there was a tweet that was sent in this week that uh, I was sent about Tom Brady that if <laughs> if it's true, if that tweet is true, then you would think that maybe Tom was checked out a little bit. You know, maybe Tom not entirely bought into this particular season, mm-hmm. which would explain missing some practices. and some, Somebody tweeted a theory. It's not real. There's zero justification behind it, but we are humans. So whenever it gets tweeted to us and we hadn't thought of it, 
we have to think of it at that point because that's what humans do when you read something. And then once you start thinking about it, you go, oh, shit. What if Tom, I think this tweet said, what if Tom knew this divorce was coming? Okay. So delays the $375 million payday till after the divorce comes back and plays unretires. Yeah, this is from Colin Crane, and I don't know if that's Jeez. a real name. We did not check on this person, but this is, hey, Pat Magnuson, what are the chances that Brady didn't retire and accept a huge payday for joining Booth because he knew the divorce was coming? He came back to the Bucks and he didn't even want to just to limit his earnings. Now, that would be a money person that would bring that up, just like anytime we do a giveaway or anything. People are like, oh, doing it for tax purposes. It's like, giveaways, that doesn't work. Yeah. You can't write that off. And also, whenever you get a certain amount of write-offs, it doesn't matter. But there's people that only think about that type of stuff when anything happens. They always think about the money and the money being the reason why. A divorce happening this is a big divorce there's a lot of lawyers remember we've heard the lawyers oh, were yeah. hired and there was, we wanted to speak if he said oh is that right we're gonna get a divorce yeah give me that uh give me that four million a year job with Tim. I was, i'll play i'll play one season give yeah, me that right? fucking I'll football do, give me that football <laughs> that's an incredible thought not no substance to that at all we do not check that at all we do not know tom brady at all but him being a human, maybe that happened. Maybe it didn't. But I don't think Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been bought in. Give me the Rams in a thriller on the road in Tampa plus three. I like it. Going to be a close game. Give me the give me the team with the points. All right. Give me Tampa at minus three at home. Figure it out as we say. Is there one more game left or no? Yeah. Is it Sunday, Sunday night? Sunday uh-huh. night. Tennessee. Oh, goodness. This is awesome. Tennessee traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Tennessee's 11.5-point dog somehow, which – I guess their offense doesn't put up a ton of numbers. That's the reason for this. But, man, what a game this should be. Isn't it crazy that we say this every single prime time? It's too many points for a primetime game. It's too many points for a primetime game. And every single time, Green Bay Packers, the Houston Texans, they've covered whenever we didn't think they were going to. So give me the Titans plus 11 and a half, even though I love the Chiefs as a wagon. I, yeah, I'm with you, man. I got to go Titans 11 and a half here. I just, man, I don't know. I think they'll find a way to, to, to keep it close. And, yeah, I think Chiefs win. Titans cover most likely, right? There we go. We, we agreed on a lot of those picks, didn't we, Pat? Nah, a couple differences. You, you started 1-0, too, so you got a little head start. So I'm happy we disagreed on a couple so I can maybe catch you. But that was a tough game. To, that was a tough slate to pick. Uh-huh. That was a tough slate. Oh, yeah. That was a tough slate to pick. Not a great, Weird line. Not, great. Not a great sound to yeah, pick. It was a very tough slate, but you know what, guys? We can't beat around the bush, as I say a lot. We have an absolute <laughs> legend on the line. we got to bring him here, Pat. So we all know, we mentioned earlier, this guy – absolute orchestrating just a juggernaut there in Buffalo GM for the Buffalo Bills trades for Naeem Hines earlier this week. The guy's always moving, always communicating. Please welcome Brandon Bean. Yeah, Brandon. Appreciate, appreciate you guys having me on. You look, Hey Brandon, we watched, we really appreciate you joining us. Obviously. I mean, right after the trade deadline, everything happens. You had a, a beautiful clip that's out there on the internet. You're kind of explaining the trade process and when their reports all we were sniffing on this guy and someone said you guys got rebuffed and it was it was enlightening to hear you explain that whole situation and communicate it, should more GMs be doing this and being as transparent as you are because how you explained it made a lot of sense on how all these rumors and things get thrown out there yeah i mean i think you just try and educate without giving away strategy and and that's that's the best thing we can do because i think you know a lot of people are guessing and wondering how certain processes are working whether it's how you build your draft board or how you scout college players, or in this case, um, the rumor mill out there leading up to the deadline. There's all sorts of, you know, insiders, whether it's for ESPN or NFL Network or whoever, that are trying to get scoops. And, you know, some of their sources are good, some are not good. And and, um, it's hard to say people are lying, but definitely we know that the truth gets stretched. 
and teams put it out there too for leverage, trying to get more people in. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get drug into ones that really you were never involved in. That team, I've had it where people have said the Bills were interested, and that team called us, and we and we said, you know, we'll get back to you if we're ever interested. We never call them back, and I'm reading. Well, let, you know, you almost want to call them and say, let me know if we get them or not. <laughs> hey. hey, agents also trying to spin, right? If they're trying to get a player out of somewhere, they're going to give some information on who's potentially – poking around so it's for us we have to kind of wade the bullshit and we appreciate whenever somebody who's as good at their job as you are and in the position that you're in go ahead and lays it out so we can be educated and i think you even said that a couple times like just for everybody to know here's the process we learned a lot i mean i played eight years aj how long did you play in the nfl 11 that's like 19 years of NFL stoogery that we've we've had. And I'm a pretty observant person. I had no idea that there's people that are looking into things to present to you. It makes sense once you broke it down. So we appreciate that. What did you see in Naeem Hines that made you pull the trigger? You said you had talked a little bit with Carolina about Christian McCaffrey. That conversation just didn't come to fruition. What was it about Naeem Hines that you thought like would fit your offense? And why did you go get him and fuck you for that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, uh, I respectfully appreciate the fuck you there, but, um, uh, all seriousness, it's, it, he's a guy that, um, I've had my eye on before we've checked into him just like, you know, you check in the guys at different times, a couple of summers ago, I believe it was during the COVID summer. Uh, I really didn't feel like we had that piece in the backfield, um, you know, for us to, you know, for Josh as an outlet player. And so we looked and, you know, at the time the Colts were not interested and we, we checked back another time, but. Um, things change at, at various times in this league for different reasons. And so, um, you know, again, this was this was one of those we checked into at the last minute before the deadline. And uh, a lot of respect for Chris Bauer and how he does things. And, and um, the timing was, was, was better for them, for us. And, and I think Zach Moss over there, um, you know, Zach's been here. We think he's still a good player. But, um, you know, he was stuck in a tough spot behind Devin Singletary, not getting the touches. And so hopefully he'll go to Indy and, and that'll work out for him. No, I hope. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Pat. So he's still a, a, a bit upset about that one. But Brandon, we have Vaughn Miller on uh, every Thursday. He's come on for the last I don't know how many weeks, and just I, I told Pat yesterday. I think this dude should be like a spokesman for the NFL. Like how he speaks about the game of football, how much love he has for it, and his passion for his teammates. It's awesome to see and how like how he communicates. And he obviously was very very appreciative of you and gave you a bunch of compliments on how you communicate and run your business. But what has Vaughn meant for the team? Like, what has he done for that team? It's, it's really fun to watch him, but also we don't get to see everything happening behind the scenes. Yeah. Vaughn's amazing. I mean, he's just, obviously he's a heck of a talent on the field. We all know that, but um, the leadership, you know, we heard about, you know, what he did to LA and, and uh, when he got there last season at the trade deadline and, and kind of unlocking Aaron Donald and some of that crew, Obviously, that was a very talented team to add him, but bringing a championship mentality. Sometimes you got really good players, but there are certain things, the, the details of the game, your everyday process. And so um, we had a lot of young D linemen on this team. And, and so adding him into that mix first off, and then um, he gets voted captain here, which he's probably one of the uh, – I don't think we've ever had a player in the first year with the Bills since Sean and I have been here that got voted by his teammates year one as a captain. And I think that meant a lot to Vaughn, just, uh, wow, these guys respect me already. I've, I've barely been here. And ever since he got voted, I just feel like he's opened up even more to our team, to our city. And, and um, man, he, he knows the game. I can't tell you how much he knows. Obviously, he knows pass oh, rushers, yeah. but yeah. He, he studies the game. He's not a guy that just checks out of football when he walks out of these doors. He's talking about games in college. He's watching pro. 
I mean, and, and he's very – he wants to understand behind the scenes. You know, I know he's mentioned about being a GM. Um, if, if he truly wants to do it, which I, I think that's where his heart is, I think he'll crush it. What'd you do? You paid him like $195 million or something over to you. You remember when that contract was dropped out of nowhere? It was like the Buffalo Bills had yep. paid Vaughn Miller $750 million. And everybody's like, he's washed. Why would you do this? He's made an immediate impact. With that being said, you are paying him. You're paying Diggs. You're paying Josh Allen. You're paying, I, I assume, you're paying more people that we don't just hear about or talk about everything. I think Poyer is going to be due for another contract here soon. It's How do you juggle being so aggressive, and then there's, and I'm just going to speak frank, there's teams that aren't, and I get so confused about it. I fucking, I get on this microphone, the one that AJ's sitting on, every single day, and I'm like, why aren't you going all in? And they're like, well, the salary cap. People tell me the salary cap, the salary cap. And then we learn about this cash over cap deal, that if you have an ownership group that has money that they can put in escrow to guarantee, you can really divvy that up over the years. How are you projecting what the salary cap is, and how have you been able to be so aggressive, and why... Why doesn't everybody do it, you think? Why, why, honestly, why doesn't everybody do it? Well, I think it starts with your ownership. Where, you know, where, do, where, what does your ownership want? You know, do they want to just, do they just want to make money? Uh, some of them say they want to win, um, but are they giving you an open checkbook to make it work? And, you know, you know, our ownership here with the Pagulas, they've given Sean and I every single resource, whether it's, and I'm not even talking about just player costs. I'm talking about doing things to our facilities, upgrades to our fields, whatever we need. Uh, they've pretty much helped us out. Obviously, they're working behind the scenes to get us a new stadium here, you know, in the coming years. Hopefully, I last long enough to, to, to watch it be built. But I think you're um, okay, all right? Yeah. You keep stealing yeah, name behind. This business can change fast, you know that. But um, in all True. seriousness, um, I don't think every team is saying, hey, I want to go all in. I want Some of them are, I want to be competitive. I want to compete for the division. But there's a difference between competing for your division and competing for a championship. And um, I can't say that every team owner is definitely doing that. I'm not saying they don't want to win, but you got to truly be all in, open the checkbook, and then allow us to work with the cap and be able to um, – this year, you know what, we are going to spend cash over cap. It will come back down at some point, but right now we do need some extra funds. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Brandon, you mentioned kind of teams being more competitive and everything like that, and the AFC East is kind of – blossom into this you know one of the top divisions in the nfl now do you ever see or monitor what the other teams in the division are doing obviously miami goes and gets bradley chubb do you try and counter that do you try and call a different you know team in the nfc maybe like hey bradley chubb's a pretty good player maybe go after him so miami doesn't get him or is it just kind of you know doing your own process and thinking about just worrying about your team yeah that's a good question connor i think First off, every year, every offseason, we look at our division. where We look at, obviously, where we're at, but we, we look at those three teams because the easiest path to get in the playoffs is to win your division, and, and you get at least one home playoff game. So we definitely want to know uh, what the Jets, the Patriots, and the Dolphins are doing, see how we match up against them. And, yes, we know we got to beat them there, but we also want to look at the other you know superpowers in our conference. Obviously, the last two years, uh, Kansas City's a team that's ended our season you know, in the playoffs, so – we also want to measure up to teams like them, the Titans, who have consistently, you know, won that division. Um, you know, in, in the West, the Chargers, you know, seem like an up-and-coming team. So um, you're also looking outside your division, but the biggest focus each offseason for sure is how do you stack up in the AFC East? How nice is it right now to – I guess is it nice, I should say, to have the trade deadline have come and gone? And obviously you guys – 
you're active. You get Naeem Hines here at the, at the last minute. It feels like now can you almost not relax, but can you move on to other things that maybe you haven't gotten to spend as much time on? Yeah, yeah what does I mean, the day-to-day look like right now? What That was going to be my question. What is the day-to-day look like right now post-trade deadline until the end of the season? Yeah, Pat, um, AJ, it's right now it's even more focused back on the college. I mean, after you kind of pick your 53-man in September, you start evaluating uh, – practice squad rosters, making sure, stacking your board, making sure if you need to get somebody, steal a practice squad player off another team, um, you kind of have your rankings by position, do some workouts, et cetera. And then we start getting into the college. But then the last couple of weeks, um, as the trade deadline approaches, you start looking at your team. Where do you think you have needs? Uh, where are you weak in case or vulnerable in case injury strikes? And we thought safety and, and, and running back were, were two of the things we wanted to address if the option was available. We grabbed Dean Marlowe the other day as well. But now it's back to, in my world, um, a lot of focus on the college game. And I'm going to go scout tomorrow, uh, um, you know, one of the bigger games and, and just get a chance to see some of these guys move around a lot. You coming here? Athens? You going to Athens, Georgia? You coming yes, here? I, I am. Oh. Yes, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. You guys should link oh, up. Hey, I'm, it's, be- it's beautiful yeah. down here. The weather's perfect. There's a little cookout in the air right now. I'm down here right now. Uga's house was just right behind me. It's fucking real nice, Coach. <laughs> hey, how many of well, you guys I, will be? Do you go ahead? Uh, well, if you had invited me, I would have come on down today, but I'm, uh, I'm on a plane in the morning, so I'll, I'll be down there tomorrow for sure. Hopefully, I can track you down. I'm a bad guy. How many do you uh, do you GMs talk to each other about like going to this? Like, will there be how many GMs do you think will be at this game tomorrow if you had to just predict? You know, I'll bet you there's at least four or five for sure. Not, not, I wouldn't say I would say probably, you know, half go out and, and scout college guys. Probably half don't. Um, so, you know, it may be some of it depends on where you're scared schedule is where you're playing if you're playing out on the west coast it's probably going to be hard to to do that so i'd say four or five do you always use that on game day tomorrow i'm gonna sound so smart i'm gonna use that i'm gonna sound so smart i've been told four or five gms should go be in the house i mean it's a big (laughs) game i'm gonna sound so i'm gonna sound so fucking smart i appreciate you sorry about that AJ. (laughs) at least yeah brandon last thing for me is that something you always feel like you want to do as a gm like hey i need to go see these guys these players with my eyes eyes i can't yeah you trust all your people when you trust your film but you need to see them up close and personal yeah, I think it's important, AJ, to see them and you know running around. It gives you a chance to body type them, watch them interact with their teammates, watch them in game interact, situations. Yeah. When you're just flipping tape, sometimes you lose track of down and distance, you know, game situations, how they handle the big moments, and you can definitely the, the film starts running together. When you're there at games, you see how guys you know deal with certain things. You know, are the coaches constantly yelling at them? Are they constantly being pulled out of the game? What's their leadership on? This? Are they vocal? Are they not saying anything? And then it gives you also a chance to ask if you know a coach, you know, in this instance at Georgia or Tennessee or a staff member, give you gives me a chance to ask them their thoughts on the player, not not just as a as a player, but what are they like? What's their habits like? Will they fit the culture that we have here in Buffalo? Hey, sorry, last thing from uh, Steelers superfan Tone Diggs. What do you got? Well, yeah, you brought it up. So, like, when you go down there uh, tomorrow, uh, Jalen Carter's projected top five, top ten pick, D lineman for Georgia. Do you? Since you're never going to be picking there, do you not look at him, or do you just, or you do that just in case one day you're going to end up trading for him, like you did for Vaughn or, or picked up Vaughn in free agency? Sorry, yeah, you, do you still you, scout those guys? Yeah, stick with one eye and still take a look at them. <laughs> uh, no, you you definitely scout them all because things happen. Um, I tell you, you know, you see it. Look at a player like uh, Jeffrey Simmons, you know, with the Titans, yeah. who was that year rated very highly. Unfortunately, towards ACL training. And he dropped um, in that draft. I think it was 2019 draft, and, and Tennessee got him, you know, later on. So you still evaluate him because things can happen between now and then, and you want to know everything you can about him. 
Well, Brandon, we really appreciate your time, man. Thank you, especially right after trade deadline, everything going on. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Bean. Yeah, Brandon! Safe travels. travels. Yeah, have fun in Athens. Let's have a beer. Let's have a beer. Sounds good. I'll track you down. There you go. (laughs) Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. That's awesome, man. Four to five. You should be beer bonging with all those those four to five GMs down there. Bring one down. Do you have one? We could probably make one. Send it. I don't travel with a beer bong. Uh, maybe back in the day, though. There's got to be a few. In the, a certain t- sure there'll be a few in the crowd, I'm guessing, tomorrow or today. It's a, I think they're – so I think Georgia's, like, tailgate scene is, like, super sophisticated. Like, I think it's, like uh, – Sport coach. High class, right? Yeah, I think it's, like, really – I think everything's, like, real nice. Catered and shit. Like, like white yeah, tablecloths. So. They probably have chandeliers yeah. in the tents. That's I've seen sweet. places yeah. like that. Blue jacket. I think it's tie. really nice. Navy blue jacket, yeah, yeah. gold buttons, tassel shoes. Oh, yeah. Sparys. That's basically Connor's upbringing. Pleated khakis, navy blue, gold button jacket, just like every freshman at homecoming. Khaki super. I might be wrong, but I think there's a lot of khakis. Oh, yeah. I think think you're right. Oh, yeah. I think they still booze, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great time. Ugga's back there. Ugga's house has been there the whole time. Is he back there? Is he in the the doghouse? He's never. Oh, I get it. (laughs) Are you in a (laughs) doghouse? Is that a painting of you? Nice. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it's uh, maybe a uh, colored pencil or something. Oh, okay, sweet. Oh, nice. Even better. How are they doing? We can't hear him, obviously. That mic's too good. Are the fans, they're already pretty juiced over there. That guy's screaming, uh, hey, Pat, catch this. And I just, I'm a rude person. I judged him entirely to see if he was the right person to make that oh, throw. No. Uh, he was not, I didn't think, in my eyes. I might be wrong. I might have misread him. But I just act like I didn't hear him. Uh, <laughs> oh, you mean Georgia Bill? Oh, 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 what? Tony. I bet you can make that throw, Coach. What I bet you could have made that throw, Coach. I, I didn't let him even get a shot out there. That's that's on me. Bill McComas? Yeah. What, Bill can't right, throw? Boys. Hey. Pat, thank you, man. I know I know that set's going to be used for real shows that we'll be watching on ESPN in about two minutes, <laughs> so it should be awesome. I, I, wanted to have a, I wanted to have a real moment here. Okay. Fucking thank you, guys, man. Hey, thank you guys so much, honestly. Every Friday, you guys yes. hold down the fort. There it is. AJ, you traveling over there, oh, yeah. you driving and doing this show to send the beautiful people into an incredible weekend to propel them into the best weekend of their entire lives. You boys put that show on from back in the FanDuel Thunderdome, and I can't thank you enough for all your hard work this entire season. Honestly, fucking thank you. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, you, Pat. This is that awesome. being said, have an incredible weekend. I hope we win all of our bets, except for the ones that you disagree with me on. And uh, Just like voting. Let's have an incredible overreaction <laughs> Monday, and tomorrow morning should be insane. Tomorrow morning. We'll watch you on game day, Athens, Georgia. Can't wait, man. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon, Pat. Thank you all so much. Thank you for watching this stupid show. Thank you. Football. Football. Jesus, Bruce. Football was played at such a high level last night. (laughs) Obviously, the Eagles beat the Texans 29-17. We've talked about that a little bit. We've made a little bit of a costume change uh, during the break because anyone that watches this program knows that Tone has an absolute rampage of a campaign going on <laughs> with some folks that we're going to talk about here in a second with the, the gear that I am wearing. Yeah. But it's been a great day of sports. I'm just going to clear the, clear the floor and let Tone take it away. Please explain to us why we were dressed this way, what kind of awesome offer you have for people, and what this drink is. It's, fr- it's Friday at 2. <laughs> what this drink is? Yeah, that was... Yes. Fucking sit where you're at. You got to reset. You got to reset. No, grab a seat, have some fun. I think is what one of my <laughs> yeah, call. My no, sit where you're yeah, at. Come on, back. that's what I'm saying. Well, it's Friday at two eleven, so you know what time it is. time to get twisted, AJ. Hell yeah, with some twisted tweez. <laughs> twisted what? Tweez. Oh. Take twisted and tea. 
Boom. Oh, no. Tweez. I know. I'm, just, I'm trying to ask you as a viewer that's Connor, seen tonight, this for the first time. What Con- is that? Connor, tonight before he goes out is going to. Usually I pregame, but tonight, tonight's a twee game. Oh. 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 We did a little something different this week, actually, AJ. Oh, what, what, normally tell I just, me what that is. Normally, Diggs. I just give out a top ten, and I say, "Ooh, these two teams are twisted." Who are you? Who are you imitating there? <laughs> Myself. Okay. Uh huh. Continue. But this week, we gave out the college football playoff rankings on Wednesday. Ooh, okay? <gasps> there they are. Up. Oops, there they are. I didn't Whoa. make those. College football playoff committee did. Okay. And we had people guess which two teams I thought were in the wrong places yep. using hashtag PMS Twisted T C F B, okay? Boom. And Twisted T we know is the best because it tastes like real lemonade. Why? Why? Real tea. It's got a kick to it. Real tea. Why? Why? Because it is brewed with real long tea. Long <laughs> But it does have a kick. How 5% much? A A B. A V. What? what? That's booze, AJ. In case you didn't know, that's alcohol by volume. I'm not, I'm not a guy you can have a beer or a twisted tea with, I don't think. Okay. Well, yeah, you um, always have some little bit of blood in your alcohol system, don't you? And we said if you <laughs> we said if you guessed these right, we were they're going to contest good. to win some money, correct? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Also, realized. also, Twisted Tea is partnering with Fanduel oh, yep, yeah. to give away up to twenty thousand in prizes uh, for franchises. a free college football pick'em contest. So much. Uh, you just go to the Fanduel Sportsbook or Fanduel Fantasy Wait. apps, um, and you pick some stuff, and you can win up to twenty thousand in total prizes. Um, but Pretty cool. Which two teams did I think were out of place this week? Wait, so yeah. is, this is the college football. This is the real one they put That's up. the real yes. one. The real Do we have team. any one that you put up or yes. no? I made it pretty simple. Stop burying the lead, AJ. You made it. We got to pick who you chose. Are we going to reveal that here? Yeah, on we're going to reveal yes. it right now. Because this is the first time we ever revealed it when I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We're going to reveal okay. it right See, now. This is the interesting thing, thing about you, Diggs. Your brain is so unique. Pretty, it no, really this is. Week's act, this week's actually pretty anticlimactic, for being honest. What? Well, Maybe, but your oh, brain no. Your brain works in mysterious ways. It, does it really work does. In mysterious I, ways. I would love to do some kind of mis- MRI on your brain I had and see what, how you function. Being infiltrate my brain when I was younger, and it hasn't left. Yeah, and should we guess which Something two I know that about? you think? We'll talk about it later. What should we guess? What two we think? Yeah, it's not go something ahead. I can just move on from, Diggs. But yeah, continue. We'll talk. No, no, later. if we can't move on, we'll please. talk off mic. We'll no, talk. go actually go. Okay, I'm gonna guess USC moving up to six. Okay. And Clemson moving down to seven. Ah, fuck. I, I'll guess Georgia up to one, Tennessee down to three. Nope. Hawker. I'll guess Ohio State at one, Georgia at two. <laughs> no. Idiot. All right. <laughs> okay. Does anyone get the reveal? Drop That's twisted, man. Oh, yeah. that is twisted. You, are you five kidding me? Four, four to five. Four to five. Five to four. I haven't seen that move in a while. Yeah, I should have known. Called you. It was fucking wild. And they're both eight and zero. But look, now Michigan's in on Tone's twisted exactly. tail. They made the playoffs. Sorry, Dabo. Guess who's sitting at Seat home at and playing on New Year's Day, which isn't as good as playing on New Year's Eve. What's who's that? Clemson. Oh, place at the table, just like and Latimer guess in the who's program. Playing Tennessee, mm-hmm. Harbaugh and the boys. Oh, oh boy. man. Wait, so what year are we going to 12 games, 12 teams? They don't know exactly yeah, they yet. Their best guess is 2-2-4. Two, two, 
Oh, the year 2024. Reese yeah. Davis was on, right? He yeah. told yeah. you guys that. Reese is a, what a pro. But, Diggs, before we, we check completely out of this and, and tie a bow on the Twisted T situation, what do you want him to do? What's the hashtag? And what's to what's the call to action, they as they like they to say? Bruce anything. is here. Bruce, Bruce is sitting here. He's, the suit is just grilling me right here. <laughs> you, better, you better hit all the as you've seen, oh. As you've seen the video on how uh, giveaways and stuff are done, Bruce will go check the hashtag. He'll check for people. That worked correct. Uh, he'll put him through the scumbag meter. Um, and and what exactly is that? I saw that in the video. The scumbag meter, just Bruce saying, eh, this person looks okay. Well, yeah, basically. Your uh, Twitter is the baseline. Yeah. So you are. Super active? No, no. You're the baseline of where. You can't tweet like as hateful, thing, can hateful things and stuff like that. You're oh, going to be a good person. I don't, I don't tweet hateful things. Yeah. Well, you, know, you should check your likes tab because, boy, there's some stuff in there. It's Pat Block. I don't know yeah. how. And there are a lot of like bots that sneak in there onto the oh. hashtag. You don't want to send a bot. Five hundred bucks. But then next sure Wednesday, next Wednesday yeah. after a Tuesday night's college football play comes in. out again, those will be those will be different, and I'll be like, "Whoa, that's wrong," and we'll fucking twist them up. Also, no bad words as you're at. Oh, uh, exactly. What's a bad word though? What Boop. do is there a list? Is this the George Carlin like what seven bad words or whatever? I or mean, do we have a list. Um, I, I, I think offensive is yeah. probably okay, but that's subjective know. too, right? There, no, there yeah, have been like poop, what if they say at poopy pants. Uh, not that, offensive. We've, at, we've okay. had winners with one we use poop a lot. In their Boner name. Garage. Boner yeah, Garage is fair game. I think yeah. it's amazing, but I think some people yeah. might be offended by that. Would derogatory work better for yeah, you? Yeah, derogatory. I think if we hate say it on the derogatory show, it's me. something you can cancel into your hand. I'm trying to foresee like the problems you lose. we could have. Anything we yeah. don't say. Yeah. That oh. is where it goes. Uh, okay. There has been situations sure. too. I believe the New England Patriots, actually, their Twitter account fell victim to this. Someone with a very, very, very bad name as their Twitter handle won a giveaway. Oh. The computer system just kind of made it happen. Oh, I don't no. know how the tweet got formed, but then the Patriots tweeted out the winner and with their name on the back of a Patriots jersey. It was a very bad situation. Can't have it. Yeah, I think uh, Brett Favre got got on cameo a couple years ago yes. early on when he they had him say. had him read some i think it was like some racist stuff what it, it wasn't it, it was weird i don't know how it I worked. Thought that was he didn't know it was I'll, until I'll say after. whatever you want 200 I mean, bucks i think he's hey, 500 yeah. i think it's 500 for a cameo yeah. from brett but then you can get different levels like a one-on-one call is more money yeah. Bruce, you know all about this you're a suit oh yeah what, what happens with the, that cameo? the commercial use ones or what's you that know, mean you you buy it it'll be like four grand probably for brett Favre, and then you can monetize it yeah, I, can, I thought you, I can monetize a cameo Brett Favre does for me. Yeah, yeah. I thought you did a one-on-one with Rachel Starr when she had that. Should I know what that is? <laughs> did you? What is this? Fucking my ears perked yeah. up. What is this? What am I doing? What did I do, Con Man? Ah, I just thought you paid for one of those one-on-ones in cameo. Are you sure Brett didn't? <laughs> Just kind of off the cuff, say some shit like that because that strikes me as what Brett might yeah. do. Oh, oh, sorry, that was a cameo. Oh well, you know what? I, Chuck Liddell's had some good cameos in the past too. I've seen like there's some. You can go on their website, I think, and see what guys do. What see guys what and business gals. business video 10k. You yeah. can do whatever you want with that Holy one. You could smoke. You could put that up in Times Square. But no, what, what what would be an example of a business video? Someone I would ask Brett to do. You would say, "Hey, Brett, how do I steal the most money from oh, poor people?" Your, hey, yeah. How do you? Okay, hey, can you promote? My shoes I bought. Yeah, sure. or, he's like, hey, sweet Nikes, AJ. Or your your Jordan Belfort. You're trying to fire up Stratton Oakmont. Yeah. Hey, we got to go rob some people. You book a 10K Send Brett Favre video, oh. and you have him fire up the boys about going robbing some poor people. Yes. Fine. Sell me this pen. Has Jordan. anyone booked a business video for ten thousand dollars? Yeah, some people Probably. have. These cameo people, they always yeah, Billy get a lot McFarland. of messages from them. Actually, I just don't think I'd be very good at cameo. I'd be really bad. I think you'd be amazing. Trying to like. Fake enthusiasm. I couldn't do that. One of yeah, your best friends you know. is the king of cameo. Who? Kind of Kevin Malone. 
Kevin, oh, Brian yeah. Baumgartner. Brian Baumgartner, yeah. oh, he kills it on cameo. He's yeah. very good. He's an actor, though. He's a trained actor. I'm not. Yes, you are. You're, Don't sell yourself short. Okay, were any of you guys, my daughter's actually going, going to audition for a play. Um, oh, yeah. Wizard, she wants to be one of the witches in Wizard of Oz because it's the only role that you, no don't, way. you don't have to sing, I guess. Oh, uh, you're I looking was, at a uh, head trumpet player at the Hamlet play right here. Oh. Zeke? Wow. Head trumpet. Do you, you play, play the trumpet? trumpet? I just play the trumpet. I walked out, I blew the trumpet, I walked back in. But do you That's play awful. the trumpet in real life? I did. Yeah, back then. Skin trumpet. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> what does that mean, Dig? I don't know what that means. What are you talking about? Skin trumpet. Is that the genitalia? I, uh, no, it's the uh, skin hanging off your elbow. Your that's, that's grosser than dongs, so don't do that again. <laughs> what about you, Con Man? Did you play anything? I actually played the wizard in The Wizard of Oz. In Whoa! Town. You are a wizard, Harry! Was this like, what, last year? No, this was in fifth grade, or sixth grade. Uh, also, my great uncle was the original scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz. No way. Yes, he was. I don't God. believe it. What's How his about name? That? Ray Bolger. Did he say anything about the, all the weird stuff, like someone was hanging in the background? There's a lot of weird things with the original Wizard yeah, of Oz. Yeah, a lot of that stuff is all uh, myths, but yeah. the original Tin Man actually did die because the makeup that they put on his face had mercury in it, and he died, and they had to reshoot it with a different Tin Man. I hope that guy's family wow. got some money. I doubt it. Because, no chance. You yeah. say Ray Berger? Um, what, Bulger. Bruce, oh, what Bulger. about you? Did your parents drop you I, off in the city every weekend for auditions? <laughs> uh, not in Manhattan, but I was a an award-winning Ebenezer Scrooge. I oh, really, no way. really dialed it up. I also did a, um, a, a few others as well. Really? But I, I was an active thespian Sc- as a Yeah, child. school plays were definitely a thing. Actually, we all also did an Aladdin and... Uh, it wasn't quite. I wasn't Prince Ali Ababa, no. perhaps, but Prince uh, Ali, Ali as he, Ali Ababa. I wasn't him, but I was Iago, Jafar's little red bird, who flies around with the king. Is here. So those did, are my did two everybody roles. in this office? Were, I did, did not. You guys were you all thespians? I did not do anything. Yeah, it feels like that was a I have zero uh, Connecticut and up uh, yeah. situation. I, I used to get home from school. I'd get a uh, bag of Snyder's barbecue chips. Fucking sit, mm, sit I know that's of, right. Sit in front of the TV and watch yeah. Power Rangers. Saved by the Bell. Yes, Saved by the you Bell. Little, did you get Saved by the Bell at all? Did you watch that? Yeah, there was on in the mornings on TBS before you went to school. Yeah, wake up, watch it. <laughs> Boom. Uh, what about the college years? There was one season, two seasons? No, that Golick's got brother. That uh, what Golick was that? That got too sexy. Ed? The one Golick was the R.A. Really, Mitch Golick? <laughs> Mitch? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Mike Senior's brother. The Mike's uh, I don't know. He uh, Bob know. Golick. Bob Golick. Oh, okay. too. I, 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 say, I don't have the Golick family Green tree. Golick talk about that. He looks. He's big, Jack dude. He's good. He was on another show before that, or Gladiators, or something. Ooh. I talk to a lot of people my age. I'm 38 right now. Wow. I'm like younger and older than me. Yeah, believe it or not. Were you 38 in your family? What's that? Fucking Brad from Tool Time. Uh, he's not technically. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of related to my wife's side. You're right. Yeah. Kind of, what do you mean, kind of? That's Golik right there. Bob. Look at him. He can still play. Oh, he's the wrestling coach? He can still play. That's no, Mike's he's, he's brother? The, or he's a resident advisor for the dorm. All right. That's, that's Mike's uh, brother. Oh, uh, dude, that's Latimer. It might be Latimer. That Where m- is Latimer now from the program? Anyone know? He kicked that bar. He's cleaning. He's so strong and jacked. He, he hang cleans. I think he clean and presses, and he throws the bar down, and he kicks it just because he's so juiced and so jacked. I thought he died. Do you have a cool in the R- movie? No, in RL. Do you have a cool RA uh, when you were in the dorms? <laughs> don't, don't, don't abbreviate it here for me. <laughs> what did you say? Did you have a cool RA in the dorms? She was you? great. Yeah, her name was Paige. I remember. She was really cool. Did you? Oh, co-ed? Uh, yeah. No, uh, actually, no, there wasn't. can't remember his name. I don't think there was females on our floor. Was yeah, Dom- but you sometimes Ford, you can have an RA. Yeah, yeah my RA was. Yeah, was Dahmer maybe an RA at uh, high state? Jeff Dahmer. I'm not sure if he made the cut. to become Oh, you called him Jeff. You guys were that close? Yeah, they- he died many, many Jeffy. years. Well, no, he was in jail before I was born, I should say, right? 
Now, what, so. when did he go to jail? 90s? Never mind. I'm not sure. I didn't watch all that, for the record. I couldn't watch it. There's a lot that I, I could watch. I couldn't watch it either. I didn't want to. I was out so fast. It's tough, man. I could After the second episode, I said, all right, I understand. Like People are into this shit and want to know the story. I don't. Yeah. I knew the see. I, I do know the story from reading about it and different things. And then when I see it, and I see his dad. I'm like, it yeah. makes it a human thing. And you're like, man, these are humans. I like, like I like the made up ones that are based off of true better. Like, like give, Ed Gein is uh, Hannibal Lecter. He's yeah, the guy who cut like, people's skin off and hung give me, on his wall. Give me Aaron Hotchner and Penelope Garcia and Hell like, yeah. what the hell is that? You never seen Criminal Minds? Criminal Minds, the TV show. Yeah, once a week, every year, for, every week for 15 years. Is uh, that with uh, Ice T? No. That's NCIS. And you're thinking of uh, LL Cool J. No, I'm thinking of uh, he's married to Coco. Ice T. I think that's Law and Order Order SCU. Okay, yeah. So we're all talking similar things, right? Kind of. Similar program. Criminal Minds was a great program uh, on CBS uh, that basically highlighted serial killers every episode. Yeah, and they just went into different types. It was, of I mean, I'm a big serial the, killer. I've read a lot of serial killer the, books. All it was that how stuff, the BAU, but. like how they uh, built a profile and found those serial killers and stuff like that. Oh, I saw the wait, wait criminal. What's the uh, the series? That's, that one, blacklist. The one on, no, the one on Netflix. That was, was very that, that legit. Minor. Talked about that's how they minor. started. Yeah, that's how they started designating. Ser- they, they came up with the name serial killer. Right? Yes, Joe, that's Joe Montana. Oh yeah. no, yeah, Emily Prentice. And that, that looks that was, tickets, I didn't know tickets. <laughs> that looks so rinky dink. Well, that's <laughs> Zito found a cast from like the worst season of all time. Oh, Aaron Hodgson. This is from 1999. Um, yeah, but what you're yeah. talking about is Mindhunter. That is so actual good. the true story. That's how they did how it. they made like, like there was no such thing, the, right? A serial killer, yeah. the term yes, before the, they did that. All they, they talked to multiple guys like that. Mindhunter was basically a prequel to Criminal Minds. Yeah, it was like the classification <laughs> story of serial killers. Yep. Wow. And yeah. then Bones took over. Oh, gross. Well, Bones is fake. Well, what about, what about the one dude, the redhead guy that has the the voice? Dexter? Oh, that narrows it down. No, the, it screeches, the, the intro music screeches, and he like stares, oh, at, and his yep. voice is real. Oh, Miami Five O. No, everybody Horatio hates Chris. Kane. CSI Miami. There yeah. you go, CSI something, the redhead guy. Horatio Kane. That one stunk. No. I'm not, if you I, watch CSI after Vegas. It is so hot in this jacket, but I am going <laughs> to take it off. No, take it off. No, it's for the, come on. No. If, you, if you watch the, no, about CSI after Vegas, you are stooge and a sellout. That oh, guy, guy, the guy at the top. Oh. What I did watch was the show called Las Vegas for a little bit with Josh Great Duhamel. Great show. Josh and, Duhamel uh, and Jay James Moore's Con. ex-wife. And James Conn, uh, rest in peace. Is he dead? I think so. Yeah, he did die, I think, like six, ten months ago. Okay. Just in the same vein, who do you think in the NFL has the most extensive acting background? Who would be the greatest actor in the NFL? Oh. Just to tie it into football, because we love football. Vernon Davis. Active players? Oh, wait, yeah. Vernon is there. Yeah, you're right. Active or Vernon's retired, and he... I mean Terry Bradshaw. Brad, yeah. Terry was yeah. great. Terry showed his cheeks in uh, the movie with Matt McConaughey. Clay, Failure to launch. Failure to launch. Matthews. Clay's Dave, great. Dave Josh Bakhtiari. Josh Sitton. OJ Simpson. Honestly, well, I don't want you don't want to glamorize anything about it. But OJ had a pretty good acting career, didn't he? Before everything, Hollywood Joe. Yeah. No, he actually who Hollywood actually Joe Antonio Fire. Brown is he an actor? He's considered Joe an actor, uh, maybe. What about Gronk? Artiste. Is Gronk in any movies? No. Uh, he's yeah, going to be Gronk and, like. Gronk and Jules were in the Entourage well, movie. That's, yeah, that would actually be something. really good, like an animated. Because he retired like to have a lucrative oh, oh, what do you mean? career, and right. I haven't like, seen Just have Jules and Gronk running uh, around as animated It looks dog. like uh, on the website <laughs> right here, it <laughs> says Terry Crews and Jim Brown. 
Terry Crews was in the NFL. Terry Crews. Oh, yeah. yeah. Terry Crews played for the Packers, I believe, for a minute. Or no, Edgar Bennett, the running back coach when I was in Green Bay, played, was a great running back for the Packers. He told me he plays. Like, Man, I, I played with him. I don't know if he was in Green Bay or whatever for a little while. But he's yeah. a very legitimate actor. Brent Musburger was awesome in the water, boy. Mm-hmm. And Who? Jim Brown was Brent Musburger was awesome. Dan Patrick's in the always in a lot of the Sandler movies. I don't think he was in the NFL. Yeah, but he might he, have been. Yeah, he was. Yeah, true. Uh, people are saying Bosworth as well. Oh yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah. He still does the, uh, the Dr Pepper commercials. Yeah, yeah. Right? Did Danny DeVito return kicks for the Packers? <laughs> uh, like maybe the late seventies, he did. <laughs> yeah. so I, thought, I thought I did see something about that because he could fly. I thought right? I, now that I'm thinking, if I take myself back, I was there nine years. I was walking. There was one hallway where I. You're right. That was Danny DeVito on one of the rosters. Yeah, they had all the team pictures. Yeah, he yeah. ran like a four-two. Yeah, yeah it was a little guard. like yeah. so quick. So like sudden, he was sudden. <laughs> just Tyree Kill before Tyree Kill. Ball You're exactly right, Don. <laughs> I mean, with talk, the shorter hair. Talking right. about getting in a phone booth with a guy. People who were trying to come down on Danny DeVito had no idea what they were Can getting. Can you imagine if he lowered that cranium? Good luck. Good night. <laughs> yeah, you're done. See ya, CT City. Shot right. out Bye. of a cannon. Mm-hmm. What? Bye bye. Diggs is Plum. Stangs in the playoffs? You can direct those to me, yes. They Roll Stangs, are, right? And the Stangs have a big game tonight, and a lot of the boys are nervous, but it does seem <laughs> as though Roll Stangs' role will continue to march on to that state championship. Who we play him? Who cares? Doesn't matter, right? Nameless. Doesn't matter. Gray, gray faces. faces. Exactly. That's right. we, I don't have to know who we're playing because all we have to know is when that whistle blows and that ball is kicked, we're in the zone. And we do what we need to do because it's not about the other team. It's about us. Brooke Pryor said earlier on ESPN, the biggest threat to the Eagles is the Eagles. It's the same exact thing with Plum. The biggest, biggest threat. threat to Plum football is Plum football. You're right. We play How our game. That? We win our game. How do you handle success? Bottom line. You know when Chuck came in? So Chuck came in and gave his talk as Sirianni. Yep. That was a very accurate Monday morning talk after your team just became 7-0. and Remember the first thing he said? He came in and like was pissed off a little bit and started saying all the little things. We got – we got guys leaving their lockers a mess. We got we got tape rolls out, and guys don't care, and they're treating like yeah. people making their breakfast bad. Candy wrappers. That was uh, people. I don't know if, if people thought so or not, but I was like, this is exactly what happens when you're winning games. Like the coaches have to like. It, there's some weird feeling where it's like, man, things are good. I don't want to ruin this. Let's not just like we got to find a way to make sure we're paying attention to all the little things, attention yeah. to detail. I didn't get it in the moment at times. I was like, what do we talk? Like, yeah, I always clean up on my stuff. Like, why are we worried about the little stuff? And now I get it. Maybe I'm older. I got mm-hmm. it a little bit as I was playing older where I'm like, well, yeah, I can't say, hey, we lost the game because this guy didn't throw away his tape on Thursday or we had oh. multiple guys clean, like that left the locker room dirty. But if we were just starting to slip on everything, it's the whole saying. How you do anything is how you do everything. And I'm a total oh, yeah. believer in that. And coaches will, when you're playing a game like that where you're supposed to blow them out to, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, playing the Houston Texans in prime time, coaches are so nervous all week, scared to death, and wanting to make sure, hey, we don't, let's not have something like that derails this whole season. So I thought it was awesome by Chuck to come in and do that and hit those little things because when you're on a winning team, coaches almost have to find stuff yeah. to like yeah. criticize. It probably happened. Did that happen to you guys uh, when you were like 15-1? and one? Like, would, Was that actually kind of the spiel that you would get when you guys were going into a game week or anything? Coaches hate a messy locker room. Oh, it's, and I get it now. I didn't I, – Green Bay does things, but I was lucky. Green Bay, like – even our lockers look a certain way. Like your ba- your laundry bag hangs on this side. Your long sleeve shirt hangs here. Like every at the end of every practice, too. Red Batty, the whole crew there, T Bone, all these guys that have been there forever. Tim, like the heart. Oh yeah, T Bone, T Bone. Yeah. Oh T Bone. I thought you said T Bow. T Bone. No T Bone. We call them. And they, they these guys T-bone? have been. Oh, they are like the backbone of the organization oh, of the franchise. There. Been there forever, and they will go and like 
if you walked into the Packers locker room, it'll never, even right after practice, like it might be a little bit disheveled, nothing compared to any locker room you've ever seen. Like I remember when I would watch other guys do interviews and they'd have hangers with all their clothes and shirts and stuff, all yeah. their extra clothes. They're like, man, that'd be amazing. We didn't, you don't have that. Like you just, everything looks right. And I, I, I think early on I was like, I don't know, maybe this is a little bit of overkill. And then I loved it. And then I was like, no, man, like – Keep your locker clean. Yeah. Like this is what we should do. In your time there, get did someone ever get traded in? And, like it wasn't a part of that culture yet. Oh and, yeah, like when guys would to, come in, yeah, you would have to. Period. He'd be like, wait, because you can't like, you don't wear your hat backwards at practice. You didn't then. Um, you tucked in your shirt like shirts long. Like you didn't have real long shirts coming out underneath your practice jersey. Everyone kind of looked uniform. And at first, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know. This seems like a bit much. And then I got it, and I was like, yeah, I get it. This is like this is just what it. we do. It's just. And it's it almost though you feel like an old stooge when you try to explain it to kids or to people, but I'm like no, you're not going to lose. The, we didn't lose the game because you came out to practice and you spatted your cleats and you normally don't spat your cleats, but like little things do add up. Like this, you're doing things now that are against our normal routine, and we're letting the small things kind of slip. And you do let the small things slip when you're doing well and you're winning. And it takes a coach that is like motivated as hell every day to be like, well, okay, yeah. I got to keep driving home and let these guys know that if we even think about taking our foot off the gas, we are screwed. And that's what Bill Belichick's done for 100 years now. Yeah, exactly. How big of a difference was it in Cincinnati or even like Atlanta? Because oh, well, you were with Atlanta for just a little bit? Yeah, like, for like a month. Were those much more like lackadaisical type franchises? It was or? different, uh, definitely a lot different. Like I went to Cincinnati, I was there for a full year. And I loved every second of it. But it was very different from Green Bay, just on how they operated, how well, everything – And since front like, office is structured, too. You can just leave your stuff wherever, and the cockroaches will pick up after you? Yeah, yeah right? see, that's the thing. The players take – Marvin is one of those guys, too. Like, Marvin would make sure – like, Marvin would walk through and pick up – like, Marvin would always – he was – Marvin is like a father figure to so like many players, man. Like, I give that dude a lot of credit. Like, he – has a personal connection with players, and I could text him. He'll get right back to me now, and I was only there a year. Like, did, I love that dude. Didn't awesome. the owners say, like, hey, we can't afford janitors, so Marvin, even though you're the head coach, you're going to also have to clean the locker room and do the dishes well, and all that stuff too? Unfortunately, I think you're exaggerating a bit, but maybe <laughs> some there might be shreds of truth to some things that have happened. over. The, I mean, back before I got there, I got to Cincinnati at the right time. You talked to – remember Carson Palmer was on yeah, our show yeah. saying they were eating hot – Eating hot dogs that were cooked in like a bucket that was used to like mop the floor the day uh-huh. before or something. Yeah, he actually said that. Something not like that. An exaggeration. Yeah. That was not the that was not the experience I had in Cincy. I got there at a great time. They renovated the weight room, the 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 what do you call it? The lunch? No, the cafeteria. cafeteria. The cafeteria. Caf? Actually, no. Mike Brown called it the restaurant. The team restaurant. Yeah, that's which, what I love. Yeah, yeah, but that's cafeteria. Ca- it's kind of weird, though, too, because not many restaurants serve microwavable food, and that's what they were doing. <laughs> no, like I said, I got there at a great time. They didn't have it. They did guys cooking your food every day. It was, oh, it was amazing. But it was, it was definitely different. I would say one of the biggest differences in Cincy from Green Bay was the access that the media had. Like in Green Bay, it's real. Okay. Open locker room for 30 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever it is. They go, they wait, they wait to the when it's time to open it up. Then they tell all the players, hey, the open locker room's coming. They open it up, you talk to them, then they shut them down right when like 20 minutes are up. And we had to go to meetings, boom, you're out of here. Gotcha. Since he was like, there's media people this upstairs role, talking man. to coaches. Yeah. There's just more. And I actually liked it because you do, it's not good, I think, to create like a us versus them with the media, sure. especially your beat writers and everyone. They're there every single day. Why are we like, yeah, Let's at least respect hostile. each other, I think. Yeah. Respect hostile. each other, I think. Yeah. And it's not good to be hostile all the time. So I like that part about it. 
Uh, well, that's why New York cool. stinks too, right? Is because they have so many that the yeah. like the time frame has to be longer, and like they obviously have to write about something. Gosh, like, now is probably the best time to play in New York. It has been in the last yeah. ten years, but still, uh, isn't that kind of a reason why playing there stinks? Like, did you play with anyone from the Giants or Jets? Well, Nick Mangold, like Nick, was very, very yeah. good for a long time, so he's can be in New York forever. Like he's a legend there yeah. with the Jets. He just went in the Ring of Honor. I was at the game, but yeah, there's definitely a bigger microscope on those on those teams. Like. Yeah. When things are good, they're really good. And when things are average, they're probably pretty bad. Like, that's like, yeah, they catch yeah. a lot because it's a give and take, right? The old double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yin and yang. Pittsburgh, too, if they didn't have Kaboli, they'd probably be burning down. But isn't Pittsburgh telling, like, Pittsburgh fans are just their unique set of, like, they're Pittsburgh fans, and they, they take, do they take pride in just, like, the level, the standard that they expect, I yes. guess? Yeah, it's literally all that we care about. Like, are they quick to turn on somebody? Yes. Really? Very, very much Naj so. that is like done for in Pittsburgh. Really? Like. Yeah. yeah, he's getting eviscerated. But I feel like that's a lot but of... They're quick to turn on somebody if there's someone behind them. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess. But, man, how do they feel about Big Ben still? Even though they, does the last year or two cloud their judgment? No. No? It builds them up. It did last year. Like it did. What about the beer? While it was happening. the shows where they're drinking the shots of beer. Football. While it was happening. Football. And as soon as he retired, I mean, legend forever. And, and, and you see how the team's doing without him. I think it's helping him a little bit as You well. think he'll come back? As special <laughs> advisor Quarterback to... of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Maybe next season. No, 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 no. He'll be, I mean. O.C. Maybe next head coach. <laughs> That'd be awesome. O.C. I, also with Big Ben, too. Like, I feel like uh, – Brady kind of screwed everybody up on like the yes. perception of like Super Bowls and greatness. Like You're winning right. two Super Bowls and ha- being on a going team to that, another one that never, yeah, going to another one never lost, like never had a losing season. Like I feel like Big Ben doesn't get any respect at all because of Tom Brady, Tom yes. fucking Brady. Yeah, like, Tom kind of ruined. He kind of clouds everybody's judgment. Everybody. Tom has seven rings, right? Yeah, that's every time I say it's it, it's, it's nuts to think about how much has to go right to win the Super Bowl and how like just everything, every single thing. But he's clouded our judgment with everyone. Like, oh well, why doesn't Patrick Mahomes have five rings by now? The exactly, twenty five years old. Yeah, think when you think about Mahomes too, it's like oh well, he only has one ring. But at the same time, <laughs> every single year he's been a starter in the league, they've gone to the AFC Championship. But, like, you don't think about that shit because, well, Tom Brady won, you know, three Super Bowls in his first five years. And then, obviously, the way it finished in New England, too, he won. They went to the AFC Championship, like, nine, eight or nine straight years. So, like, you don't think about the other types of, you know, achievements and awards. And I shit on Indianapolis for having that banner, but it's still a massive deal. And, like, Big Ben, he led them to a a bunch of different AFC championships. But because of Brady, there's just this strict, hey, it's if you don't have the Super Bowls, then everything else you do just doesn't matter whatsoever. And we ask what's wrong with him. Like, what's wrong with this this guy that he only has one ring? Like, Like, not... No, I shouldn't say we do. Like it's just it's like the common narrative of like, okay, if this dude doesn't, they all can't win the Super Bowl every year, bud. Yeah, like there's a handful of unbelievable elite guys. Like someone's gonna win it, but yeah, I don't know. It's and weird time. Pat said it before too. Like when the Hall of Fame comes around, you don't hear about all the good things. You yeah. hear about why they shouldn't be. Uh, in. Yeah, yeah, why and, they shouldn't be in. And it's the same thing with quarterbacks now. In like the the standard of what makes you like an all time great, like you can't. Brady is such an outlier. Like you just can't include him in those conversations. You shouldn't. You're right. And if you were to take him out of it, Big Ben is definitely up there as one of the all time greats because of what he's done and his achievements. And he changed. Yeah, I mean Pittsburgh always had that awesome like history and tradition. And yeah, tough, hard defense and pound well, the, the ball. And then Ben just 
he just expanded on that for what 15, yeah. 18 years yeah. every yeah. year. Well, he came in like. and went. I think they were fifteen and one. Fifteen and one. Yeah. Gosh. And, and like you and just in said, that it. year he beat back to back weeks. Oh, I think it was that year. Patriots, oh, yeah. Patriots, yeah. and, and the Eagles were both yeah. on yeah. the field. Jerome Bettis wow. and his D- uh-huh. Yeah, right. Was that his? Then was it the second year he won the Super Bowl? Correct. Yes. In Detroit. Yeah. But you saying it too. That's why I think he doesn't get. As much credit too is because the defenses were always like yeah. unbelievable. There so was like, always big name superstars in the defense. You're yeah, right. always. always. And, like big characters too. Oh yeah. And look at who Big Ben was throwing it to and you know handing it to. I don't know if those guys are in the same like, yeah. category as who they had like Joey Porter and Paul Mauer and some right. of those dudes. Um, oh my gosh, the whole the whole D line was so fun. Yeah, Kiesel, Casey, like, Casey Hampton, Hampton. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Kiesel, Ike Casey Taylor, Hampton, Aaron Smith. They were killing dudes. Farrier, they were so fun. Joe Ferrier was. Uh, Ferrier's coaching now. James right? Ferrier, one defense player year one year too. That could be one. Ferrier, man, Harrison, Ferrier can fly. Larry Foote's coaching. Yeah, that's right. That's Larry, is he coaching in Detroit? Tampa. Tampa that's right. Good. Larry Foote was a great player, man. I love watching that dude play. They had studs. But then when you, like, obviously you can name, like, Heinz Ward and stuff, but there's no one on the offense where it's like, oh, yeah, that dude was in the same level as some of those defensive names we just mm-hmm. talked What about. year was Ben's motorcycle accident? 12, I think. Was it that late? Oh, no, because that was the year that. He lost a bunch of weight. This was, was early. He already won his first, obviously won the first Super Bowl. Yeah, I would guess that, that was around, like, 08. He'd already had a second big old contract, I'm sure, yeah. by then. But I mean, oh, the no, fact that he came back, six, it was after the first. Dang, that was at my rookie year that I happened. I remember. He's that lucky. At first, he's lucky he lived. Let alone, he's lucky to come back and play unbelievable crazy football in, for yeah. another. It's crazy 20 in Pittsburgh. Years. That's uh, like I think people remember where they were when that happened. Really? Yeah, I do. I remember. What time of the year did it happen? Summer. In the summer. And then all of a sudden, he lost all that weight. He came. But did he come back for week one? I don't remember any of the yeah, time frame either. Think so. It's pr- it's a hell of a recovery by that dude. Are you kidding me? How scary could that have been? That Does he still terrible. ride motorcycles? I, I doubt it. So. I think it's a one crash and you're kind of hang up. The- yeah, no thanks. Is that Ben? <laughs> That's Ben right there. Yeah, I thought he was riding like that a. Was not, a that super- was not the. Yeah, he was yeah. riding a Hayabusa. Sh- then I think after that he started riding. He looks so. Are you wearing sure? Jordans? Are you wearing Jordans? That's Ben. I thought that was the promo poster <laughs> for Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> 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 you sure? Those boot cut jeans, man. Those I had some of those. Cold Steve off. Jesus, this is awesome. Right? Evie, you have a you have a Harley? Or you ride bikes? No, actually, growing up, I always wanted one, but that was like no, my you parents do let us you do, do have anything one. we wanted. Serial one. Yes, yeah, serial one. Bike. Bike. You're right, 25 miles per hour, serialone.com. Yeah. yeah, but no, always <laughs> wanted one. Always that was working. the one thing my parents <laughs> never let us do. Yeah, my uncle got a terrible yeah. one, too, like a terrible wreck. Yeah, yeah, he he is fine, but he, like that was just one thing that happened growing up. No, one of the last times we were in Pittsburgh, though, we drove through the intersection, and the way the boys talked about it was like, yeah. I need to see this. This is the legendary and Roethlisberger intersection, and it's a mess. Like, I understand really? how he got in an accident. Yeah. No helmet, right? Yeah, it's under a highway slash bridge. Did someone T-bone him? Or through a tunnel onto a bridge, and then there's... A- Is it like a classic place where people would zoom through all the time? Yeah, yeah. But- some, some lady from out of town ran a light. That's oh. legit. I'm not just making it up. She was, like, uh, from Connecticut or oh something. Oh, Of course. Sorry. She, she, had to, she had to think she killed him. Right? Like, how yeah, horrifying probably. would that be if you and, did that? Especially how horrible it would be when you walk up to the person and realize, oh, my God, I oh just no. killed Big Ben. Is this Ben? This is, this is Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> what do you do? I'm <laughs> not going to make do, it out man? of this fucking city. I need to leave right now. What hey. would you do? Call, oh, shit. That's a bad Jeez. accident. So she pulled out and he T-boned her right, bam, he blasted Boom. her. So she didn't, like, kick oh. him off. Dang, so did he fly over the top of the car? People don't talk like about it. Big Ben did some damage. 
He's a big boy. Yeah, his face went into the windshield. He had like yeah. a nine-inch gash across his face. They basically had to like reconstruct his face. I mean, his jaw. Hey, I'm so happy this dude lived through this and let alone came back and played football. Are you serious? No, I forgot how serious it was. New respect for Big Ben. That's insane. AJ, yeah. do you ever have a bike? No. My father-in-law has a bike. He's gotten like he got a wreck. Yeah, chopper got a wreck. Chopper have a chopper. Chopper does have a chopper. His first month <laughs> yeah, he had sweet. it, had to lay oh, that yeah. sucker down and ride it into the woods. He was coming you coming up, up and there was like a hill, like a little bit of a hill, you know, where you can't see directly over yeah, it. Yeah. And some dude had stopped their car on the other side of that. And he saw it right at the last second. He's like, I put that thing on the ground. I rode it right into the woods. And he had, had nasty road rash. Oh. Then he all of a sudden later on he had a surgery where he had to get his whole like foot like a rod put in his foot and all this, and he had told us that he fell off some scaffolding on one of his projects, one of the houses he was building. Little did we find out a couple months later, nope, that was another motorcycle wreck that he was trying to hide from people. Uh, and then he had one other time, I think he had to lay it down, had some nasty road rash, but he's still riding. Got him a helmet. We bought him a helmet and a Gosh. pair of leather gloves, kind of like what Nick is wearing. Uh, about two years ago, when my wife's like, here you go, Dad. I'll get you this helmet. He's like, oh, thanks, guys. And he strapped it to the bungee right behind him and then just revved it <laughs> yeah. And then never and wore it. We've never uh, seen it again. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just where Does he, he is. Does he wear chaps? Oh, no. No chaps. He's wow. no 73, 74 years old dog, soon. Man. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. I maybe I don't know. I, I might go out. There's some, like, country roads I could go out to, but... I don't, you know, I don't trust anybody else. Yeah, you've exactly. had that. I mean, you've had that red truck since 1999 when they made <laughs> yeah. it. So, Thanks, it, sweet. There's no point for you to have a built. I parked team, next to you, Bruce. You're in the blue one, right? Yeah. Oh, back yeah. in right next Excuse to Bruce. Excuse me. It's Brian Dayball blue. It's not blue. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. bad. Come on. Wait, Bruce, this is after you T-boned somebody. You, you rear-ended someone? Um, they made you upset and you just gassed it, I heard? I this guy said the Giants suck! And it, then, <laughs> it has been alleged that I may have rear-ended a uh, tow truck with my old car, yeah. It's being alleged. I, I believe it, it came from your mouth last time, <laughs> I, a couple of weeks ago when I was here. Yeah, yeah. I but, just, I, it was a red light, and I just kind of did that thing where you just like start rolling forward a oh, little bit. Oh, you just bit. rolled into him? I just rolled right into him. Was it bad? Yeah, it, well, it just like kind of punctured the front. So at first I was like, oh, whatever. Did you get out uh, and yell at the dude and try to fight him? No. What the so fuck? No, so Come he, on. He got out and was motherfucking me, walking, what? walking. Wait, deep. were you out or were you staying in your No, car? I was staying in my car. Locked the door. I was oh, like, all right, no. here we go. Bruce. Um, What'd you do? Just hold your hands up? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did Take all my money. Dude, like, uh, oh, I'm so sorry, but like you're a tow truck. Like who fucking cares? Um, and then he just got, he just went, looked at the back of his truck and got back off. in and, and drove off. And then I drove on it uh, with a punctured oil hose and just destroyed the engine. And then boom, new F-150. Insurance doesn't cover that, do they? Oh, no, of course not. No, especially when you're just rolling into cars. I think they yeah. kind of draw the line there. Like, oh, you're and you guys got in a bad wreck before? Oh, uh, yeah. It's scary. I've, I've got, like, rear-ended back in the day in high school, and it wasn't even fast. And I was like, geez, that felt pretty impactful. Yeah, I've been stopped on the highway and been hit from behind. What? Yeah. Like, like, so, like during a police? Pulled up. No, no, like, pulled up to, uh, like, traffic. And the person behind oh, us had no oh. idea, and they hit us going like forty. It was nuts. Did it smash out all the cars? Oh yeah, our I mean, car. It, it, you guys all right? The car I was. Yeah, yeah. The car. I mean, who knows? <laughs> the car. The car <laughs> I was in got like smushed. The car in front of us, their uh, trunk was all messed up, and then the car in front of them uh, had like a broken tail light. So it was, it was literally Jeez. like a transfer of. Uh, I can see that. I've crash. almost done that. Where all of a sudden mm -hmm. you come up and you realize, oh no! Every there's cars stopped for ten miles in front of me. 
and yeah. you're just flying. Yeah, stuff. no, yeah. exactly. And then the person there, didn't realize we had Taco Bell in the car. My quesadilla oh, did survive. Oh, wow. so I got Baja blast all over. Post crash uh-huh. T-Bell. It was yes. awesome. Yeah, post crash T-Bell. My <laughs> Crunchwrap Supreme was destroyed, but the quesadilla that I had. Prime condition, ate it. Wow. It was fantastic. T-Bell and a SIG after a crash. Is exactly. Oh, on the side of the amazing. highway. Yeah. You're on the side of the highway just mount, munching on your Yeah, your that Taco one, Bell. that SIG was up there with some of the best I've ever had with, you know, morning SIG and shower SIG <laughs> yeah. and stuff shower like that. Shower SIG. Yeah. Is that like yeah. shower beers? Kind of, yeah. Similar? Yeah. But then, similar. but SIGs, though, like, I, I thought about this when I saw Michael Jordan in that awesome... Well, you know the last dance situation. Yeah, yeah. There's not pretty a situation where Michael Jordan's not going to smoke a cigar. Correct, yeah, correct. Yeah. Where like, he was driving to Anywhere. a game with Ever. a Mod Rashad in his suit mm-hmm. in his Range Rover, just smoking cigars. And so my first thought is like, okay, I don't know. Like when I'm smoking cigars on the show, I have to vacuum up ashes 40 times a show. Like I'm always dropping. Michael Jordan must be the cleanest cigar smoker of all time because in the documentary he's sitting there smoking. I never see any. Me- I just wonder if there's any mess, any holes in his shirts in his like. The, the furniture usually has holes if you drop I, ash. I don't get how he does it. There's a rumor in Chicago he only ashes once since when he's done. That's the rumor, Z? Yeah, so it goes the whole way. And when, he, when he's done, he just ashes. Yeah, like Tom and Jerry. You know, you're the technically pies. like real cigar yeah, yeah, smokers always trying to, to tell me how you're it. supposed to do it. They're like, you should yeah. never ash it because it gets too hot if you drop, knock the ash off. I'm like, yeah, but then it's I have a huge ash burn, just right? waiting to yeah. burn and fall on my pants and put a hole right in my dong is in my pants. Do you, do you even have an ashtray up in that attic? Oh, yeah. Or are you just right on the thing in the vacuum? Oh, oh, no. I'm very. I, I'm okay. super weird about all my like. Okay. My system. I have a big old nice. I have an ashtray that could fit four different cigars on there. Oh, yeah. Just pop it on there. You think. Michael Jordan is cleaning up ash. Are you right. kidding me? I'm yeah. just wondering, like, uh, he had ashes. to light himself. He had to light his. He smoked in the locker room with his uniform on. He had to like he light his. his uni- he had to have holes in his. Uni- in some of his shorts. Like, I'm just Maybe. thinking logistics here. And, and first off, how does it still happen to you? Amazing. though? Yes, really. All, but I'm like real sloppy. I I poke my cigars all the time because I like to have a good hard pull out yeah. of it. Yep. So I poke it with a ash or with a golf tee a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have a poker that's real skinny. See, like this. He's in the locker room. Just yeah, warm that's up like a picture-perfect cigar. I mean, he right has there. a perfect ash right there. And he always looks like he has the perfect ash, and it's always yeah. even. It's really hard to keep it even the whole time. The ones he smokes in The Last Dance 2 are, like, this long. They're probably, like, 100 bucks a cigar. Yeah. Like, they're probably ridiculous. That's what you're paying, though. Never. Oh, I don't, that's right I don't like those. Deal. I don't like, uh, I'm like, mine are on the cheaper end, just the lighter wrapper. You know, cigar, it, he's, like... That's for guys that are dudes. I'm yeah. not a dude like He's that. He's a dude. I can't dude. I thought you had a dude. sweet uh, AJ Hawk deal for cigars, Ohio State cigar deal. Uh, no, nothing with Ohio State. They don't really like mm. that whole. I w- you know what? I'm open. I would do something with cigars. I'd yeah. like to what, figure that what, out someday. What's the kind you like? A nice light Connecticut wrapper. Yeah. Connecticut wrapper, like oh. medium to mild. Uh-huh. That's all I care okay. about. Yeah. I have like four or five. I buy boxes of those. Bam. So you've asked Bruce fifty to a hundred questions, and he's the guy from Connecticut, and you didn't ask him one thing about Connecticut cigars. Huh? I don't know if they actually it's, do. It's them not Connecticut now. cigars, is it? Those uh, CLE. W- those CLE ones. Those are good. Uh, those are the only ones. You turn me on to those. You like them? Yeah. I like the little torpedo. I always like to turn you on, dude. I like the little torpedo torpedo joints that you used to get in Arthur Avenue. Yeah. Like a real wise guy. You're probably used to walking through Manhattan smoking a little (laughs) baby cigars. the Bronx, baby. The Bronx, okay. Yeah, Fordham. Go Rams. Look at you. You, Didn't you play lacrosse there? Club Lax, yeah. But that's still a big deal, right? Yeah. You Lax, bro. Long pull. Are Lax bros the coolest guys, the coolest athletes there are? Surfers. Absolutely not. Surfers. Yeah, Who's I, would, the, I would YouTube actually say the like lacrosse are the least cool. <laughs> Why do you say that? I don't know. Like douche or what do you like? What do you, they seem awesome to me? 
stupid, do they? You're they being seem like sarcastic. Cool. I'm, I'm not. I know, like, the, the hair. It's like a culture. There's a lax culture, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, you, you go, you play at Duke, and you work at Goldman. Well, and, is that what it is? Yeah. So, you mean yeah. they make so, yeah, money yeah. successful, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. It's great. All the best schools do have lax teams. There is also a lacrosse league on Wall Street. That is why they all work at really? uh, the big... Yeah, yeah. Banking. Well, it's a huge no, it, East Coast well, game. Yeah, it's, like, it's big in the Midwest now. It's growing. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Not compared to you guys, but I'm saying compared to what, like my high school didn't True. have it growing compared up. To, they do yeah. now, and people love it. And people like compared to what it was. Yeah. A lot of like kids do play. All the hockey guys I knew also played lacrosse. Yeah, it's yeah. very similar. It's so easy. Yeah. It's probably yeah. the easiest sport for athletes of other sports to play it's in the history yeah. of sports. Uh, tennis. I'd say tennis is the easiest to pick up. I don't know. The Not, thing, the thing no, with lacrosse is, like, if you're an athlete, there are so many different positions you can play. So, like, if you're fast, you can learn how to throw with, like, because typically you got to play with both hands. But if you're fast and you're strong, you can learn how to play with one hand in a month, and then you can be good at the sport. And then oh. if you can't, you know, if if you're just fast and strong and you don't, you can't figure it out. They the will defense? just put a pole. Yeah, they'll put a pole in your hand, or they'll <laughs> give you a short stick, and you'll be a short stick D midi, and it's just okay. Stay in front of the guy you're on. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yep. See, like, I've never played. Never yeah, watched. You, Great sport. If if you did, you would you would have been the best. I'd want to go score. I, what's the score called? I want to I want to score goals. Attack. Yeah, attack. I want to play that. So position. by hearing this right now, this pitch, would you let your kids play this, this sport? We've been trying to get my nine year old to switch from baseball because baseball is very slow moving. Baseball stinks, but in lacrosse yeah. is much just, faster. Just on the chimney. Just yeah, just fire that thing. Wall ball. Yep. Yeah. See, we're getting deep we, into baseball already, unfortunately. But I I agree. <laughs> I want all my kids. I want them all to try lacrosse. My younger two, I think. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's a great physical sport, too. You're running the whole time. You yeah. run like you're a soccer player, but it's still physical. Like, you can hit people. It's a little less. Yeah. Girls don't. Girls have different rules. I know that. Girls lacrosse girls is Girls lacrosse is actually kind of better than Real, guys lacrosse. Um, I don't know. They like can't check each other what? as much. So, and like, they have a shorter lacrosse. off. That sounds stupid. It, it's like more, you can't, there's no it's contact. More, it's more skill-based than just kind of like uh. running – Running into Which is the like ground ball. Women's tennis is more skill based, and men's tennis is like, hey, we're just going to ace each other every every serve, right? Eh, I don't know. Doesn't that happen a lot? Yeah, but I, I think there's I a good degree. Tennis, I think either. there's a good degree that's of strategy in both women's and and men's tennis. Oh, of course there is. But I'm saying a lot of the men, it's like, okay, ace, ace. Okay, here, can't yeah. return my serve. Yeah. Not many volleys. Yeah, I mean, the big service guys for sure. Did you watch any McEnroe uh, when yeah, he was playing tennis in the seventies? Go back, watch the what about old him? games. I mean, they were unbelievable. Do you not see Shia LaBeouf as McEnroe in the I HBO actually, movie? I actually missed that. How did he do? Shia LaBeouf is one of my favorite actors. Yeah, he's awesome. Really? Yeah, the movie is incredible. Didn't he? I heard he had a, a brief stint with the Chiefs. Shia, yeah. like a punt returner. Yeah, yeah, he did. He played a little bit. He had a lot of Danny DeVito in him, is what the, <laughs> what? the team said. Yeah, they, they said, said he might be the next Danny DeVito in exactly. the NFL. Uh huh. Because Shia LaBeouf also four three speed. Oh my goodness! Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Look at oh he's is that uh, he's playing against uh, he is McEnroe, Borg yeah. against is Borg. It, yeah, is Borg in jail? One of them's no. in jail. But I don't think Borg's one of the in old jail. like German tennis players is in jail. What is it, Diggs? Are you looking that up? Yeah, not Bjorn Borg. Um, Borg is like still. I think tax stuff. I think Borg was at the Federer thing. I saw some of that actually. That was a good show. Good movie. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah, like that was cool to see their different personalities, right? That's yeah, that McEnroe wrote the entire tournament on his hotel wall. Oh, you're right. Okay, I didn't see Boris, all of it. Boris Becker. Boris Becker, my bad. Is he in jail right now? Two and a half years in prison for bankruptcy. Oh, offenses. two and a half's nothing. He'll be out for his daughter's graduation. Boris. <laughs> bankruptcy what? Uh, offenses. Bankrupt- what does that mean, Bruce? You're the legal guy here. Probably fraud. He was trying to probably filed for bankruptcy. He filed bankruptcy, but he kept three yeah, mil yeah. aside somewhere, he tucked it away. Money, yeah. I knew a guy getting divorced, and so he went to the ATM every day and took out 
the max he could take out was $300. And he took out $300 every day for like as long as he could. And he thought that was going to really help when it came to splitting up the assets. Didn't work. And I mean, how much, how many days did he do it first? And also, <laughs> guess what? There's a trail of that. They can look at oh, it yeah. when they're doing your financials. They're like, okay, well, this dude, we see him take 300 bucks out a day. He thought he was sly. <laughs> no, dude, it's all cash. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, what did Favre do then? When they, <laughs> I, I got He's still married. I was going to say, Tom's bank limit's only $300 a day. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell? You guys, honestly, we better not run into some of these people in the wild. They're going to fight you. Fight, awesome. all of them. fight all of us. That's my. That's kind of something that I've thought about what? and have kind of invited. You want Ron Rivera idea. to fight you on camera? I think that would be hilarious. Ron if he just would, beat your ass. Hilarious. Not not even beat my ass, just one punch, knockout, <laughs> boom, I'm asleep. That would be an unbelievable clip. Could you? I mean, if, if we took our phones out oh after the gosh, show and right. saw Ron Rivera one punching somebody, unbelievable video. Who cares what happens? Yeah, you're right. And if it was me, I, you know, so I'll be it. I'm okay. And if I don't have too many, uh, like, lasting symptoms, like, that would mess up the rest of my life exactly. up, I might be willing to, to have that as well. If only, like, a guy like Ron Rivera. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. some slappy. If I don't get, like, seriously hurt, yeah. then, yeah. Have some, I'll be there to catch you so your head doesn't dong Bingo. the head and you die. Because that's usually how you yeah. die, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Trust fall. You. It's like a trust fall. Uh-huh. Like in uh, Million Great. Dollar Baby. Uh-huh. She falls, Just, breaks her neck. Can't have anything like that. Yeah. It's a good movie. Great she movie. won awards for that. Hillary oh, Swank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All, the, all of them. Wasn't she like the Karate Kid girl, too, in Karate Kid 5? Um, that was Hillary sure. Swank, I believe. Oh. She was, was she, she was the trained. Black Swan? No, that is Natalie Portman. Oh, Hillary yeah. Swank was did Freedom you Riders teacher. Black Swan? Huh? Did you see that movie? I did not. Did you watch Karate Kid 5? No, but I saw. <laughs> I think Hillary Swank was like the... The, the mom? The Daniel Russo or whatever character. So, boom, there wow. we go. The next. She's young. I mean, I've how young seen is she? this. Yeah, so have I. I did watch this actually, Nick. I bet you did too. I think I have as well. Yeah, I definitely dropped off. Look at that too. form up there. I yeah, mean, this I, but I'm also on... trained in martial arts. You guys have seen yeah, videos, of course. So, oh, you yeah. know, this, this is kind of right next to my heart. Potted up, Z. Yeah, this has been on ABC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's been on Mr. Mr. Miyagi. He's R.I.P. That guy. He passed, passed away, right? Love you. Yeah. Is there any uh, new movies coming out? Ever? Yeah, bunch of them. There's uh, Black new... Adam was so good. Oh, I thought about mm-hmm. taking my kids to that. Young Rock tonight. Don't forget. Black Panther's in a couple weeks, right? Uh, Black also, Panther Avatar, week. right? When's Avatar coming Avatar, out? end of December. Uh, I didn't watch the preview. Is it good? It's so good. Yeah, it yeah, looks it, awesome. It looks awesome. Okay. It's everything there, we've been waiting for. I'm excited. There is a new movie on Netflix that people are saying might win Best Picture, All what? Quiet. The on one the about Western the Liberty Front. University oh, guys? Yeah. No. The documentary. All, no. all Quiet on it's the about, Western Front is about World War Two. Yeah. Love war movies. Is it two? Yes. One, I think. It's one? Yeah, I think okay. it's one. I think one. I saw I the sure thumbnail. It was con- actually good? Okay, good. I heard I it's unbelievable. It. I was confused the whole time of what, which world war we were doing here. I saw the thumbnail. Okay, I'm glad to hear I heard it's it was good. Un- it, it looks kind of like... <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Hell yeah. Sorry about it. Back it's to back, right? Cinematography. Isn't that the shirt you wear on 4th of July? I have. I Undefeated have, in world wars. It was yeah. WW1. Hawk, I'm surprised you didn't read the book. No. I did not. It looks on, yeah, I've heard it's very, very The good. shots are just So, like, so it's so just it a Netflix out. movie? It wasn't any No, yeah, theaters? just a Netflix movie. Well, how do they make that decision now? If you're going to do both, if you're going to go, like, theaters for uh, two months and then well, come to Netflix, like, a month later, how's that work? It's in art. it's in German, isn't it? Yeah, a oh, lot yeah. of subtitles. So maybe it was, like, an international? Netflix uh, has, I mean, they've won, uh, they've already won Best Picture from one of the movies they've made. I think some of them should just come out on Netflix in the theaters in the same day. Roma. Uh, like I, I think they. Just, I guess you got to wait. I think they just went to that TIFF film festival up there, saw it, bought, bought it, it, brought it back. The point yeah. of it being on Netflix is that you yeah. don't go to the theater. I know. Yeah, that's like why. But Netflix. what if I want to go to the theater? 
Well, so then you're not watching a movie made for Netflix. Yeah, and yeah, you watch I, something get, else. I get it, but like I do know it's it is still I'm maybe I'm old, but it still feels like the movie is bigger if it's in the theaters at least. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it needs to. I like Top Gun. If you were streamed, if it was only well, streaming, that's TC. That's way different. Well, it that's still would have been different. hugely successful, but. I think that's one where I'd be like the actors, like, hey, I think you need to see this in the theater. I yeah, another you. one. Uh, have you seen 1917? No. It's another oh, one movie. Is that the one that's supposed to be one continuous shot? Yes. It's I two, have seen it's that. It's two shots, yeah. And that movie that is, is another one. That's scary. Movie. It's a scary movie. I have seen that. Actually, now that you, you say that, I remember it. It wasn't what I expected. No, not at all. It was a lot darker than I, remember, I thought it would be. Not much dialogue. Oh, uh, I feel like war movies specifically are very, uh, awesome. you need to be in the theater. Like Dunkirk. Yeah, that, that used movie. to be true, but now everybody has eighty-inch TVs and home surround sound true. systems. True. So. I mean, big yeah. TVs definitely help, but like when something about the lay-down seats yeah. in the theater. Like, I get it, it's, and also it's like anything when you you got to remove anything's cool. Like when you remove yourself from your normal everyday habit. Yeah, to like, Nick's point, like something I, I, novel, something new. Yeah, if I'll only see a movie now on like IMAX. Like if I'm yeah. going to go to the theater, I'm not just going to go see it in a movie theater. Like I'm going to see it in. And IMAX. Plus, there's milkshake buns now. Like, what? like, like I could black really? out at my house, but I enjoy blacking out at a bar better. Exactly, Boom. and then it's a great point. Having someone <laughs> shuffle you into a car and, get, and then you wake up the next day, right? Exactly. Yeah, that is. You know what? That's a good point. Thank you. It's fun to drink at home, but you'd rather be blacked out, face down on a bar with your buds. Exactly. exactly. Obviously responsible since we're responsible. wearing all these shirts. Uh huh. Well, yeah, you're walking home. <laughs> or no, you're gonna walk home, or I mean, obviously you set up a ride. You bear. Don't have your car. Doesn't that doesn't it amaze you sometimes when people don't think at all about? Getting home from an event when they know they're going to a party to get blacked out with their friends oh, or yeah. some kind of Super Bowl party, or whatever, and they drive there. I'm like, why is your why is your car? You knew you were, you brought two cases of beer and you said I'm drinking this one in the first half. Yeah, why did you drive here? Well, don't you have to replace Bob's keys with toy keys because that's what he always does. <laughs> well, <it's like laughs> so you bring plastic ones to every party. See, you no, Bob, but Bob's smart. He's a planner. He's always th- he has ride. Like yeah. he'll get a ride there. Like I don't in in this time. No, leave your car. Yeah, get a exactly. ride. Figure oh, something yeah. out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, be I safe. Get it. Don't be a dipshit. Exactly. Just it makes no sense, does it? Got to be safe out there. I was always scared to death of DUIs, so I never, always, never. Smart. I don't know why I was when I was a kid. So I never got my license. Still haven't got it. Nope. When did you get your license? When I was twenty-eight. Did you grow up in Manhattan? Nope. For real? When did you get your license? You were like nineteen. Yes. I was like. So, what was the delay? Cause 16, correct? Where you grew up is where you could technically get it? Yeah, I didn't want to do driver's ed. I uh, didn't really want to drive, to be honest. I was a big time Shoelace Express guy. I always took it, and so it never let me down. Mm. And I decided I don't have to drive. And when I turned 18, I was like, fuck it. I need an ID for shit. So then I went, got my. Uh, took the classes and took, all that? No, no, no. Just all you have to do is take the, the permit test. test yeah. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And I played enough Grand Theft Auto, I knew how to drive. So. Well, did, how'd you get to school? Uh, I went to for the private school or the public school? Any of them. Public school, I just got rides with a couple of my buddies. Same with private school, actually, because the kid... But you're always having to, like, hitch rides from dudes. Yeah. Only yeah. to school. Any any other time, I just... Drove without a license? No, no. See you there. No, I'll just find a way. Oh, okay. Well, good. You're a survivor, then. Yeah, exactly. Still, though. I, I know I, I got my license the day I turned yeah, 16. Yeah, the second I could. So juiced. My brother's two years older than me. When he got his license, it was a huge day for us. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. Diggs, you get your license when you're 24? 
No, I got it uh, the day I turned 16 and a half or 17. The first day you could. 16 yeah. and a half, yeah. 16 and a half, is that the rule? You get your yeah. permit at 16, and then you have to have it for six months, and then you can take a driver's There's license. There's weird rules now that I think are good. Like, when you first get your license, you can't drive after 10 p.m. or something. You can't. Yeah, yeah. You can only have, like, a family member or Correct. brother or sister yeah. in the car, yeah. right? Yep. yep. Those how are good guys, rules. How do you guys know all these rules? Because we, we just, just did it. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. no, that's a lot longer than we think it was. We're not 30. It's been going on for a while? Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually cheated when on I that. was around there. I thought, when yeah, I what'd you cheat on, Bruce? The driver's How? Uh You know, you do like a back end park. Here's fifty bucks. You do like a back end. Well, like, you got you can't. You mean you, para- you mean you parallel? So park? the guy no, like no oh, the guy park. opened on his oh, side, really? and it was like way o- like I was basically in the middle of the spot. Yeah. Um, but he looked on his <laughs> side, and park. it was good. And I oh. opened my side, and I was like, oh, all good over here. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, good. Don't tell him. Make him find out. Make him go the whole. No parallel parking meters. No, did you have to parallel park? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, dude. No, I didn't. We drive. It's like we a weird little. It. You drive up. There's a center cone. You drive up and around. Pull, and then you got to back through it like this. And you can bump cones. Can't knock a cone over. Knock a cone over. Fail. See ya. I was scared to death of knocking a cone. Did over. You guys have to do a five point turn. Three point turn. Three. Three. Yeah. I what is a three point five. turn exactly? You. It's basically forward, back, forward, 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 up, yeah, back, back. and like oh, Austin Powers. Oh, I Austin forward. Powers in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. Forward, back, <laughs> yeah. ten million. Yeah. That's Wait, that's so, that was so easy. It's so dominant they make you do it. I don't get any of it. No, me neither. That's but none of it makes sense. Con, what are you doing this weekend? Big plans? I mean, I'm definitely watching uh, Georgia in mm-hmm. Tennessee after yep. game day yep. at nine on ESPN. And LSU Alabama and LSU Alabama. That's that's cool. Back to back slate right there for both on CBS. Huge slate. Going to be awesome. I don't. No, if no, the night game's was, on CBS. I think that's oh. Bama. Is, uh, it's got to be ABC, Kirk. Right? I think it's Kirk. Oh, yeah. even, oh great. That's so awesome. that'll be awesome. Call of Duty. I don't know if you Is there a new one? Oh, yeah. yeah. unbelievable. Big time. Wait, so, but Call, hasn't pause. Call of Duty been, like, on the back burner for a while? Or uh, is it like you're either a Call of Duty person or you're not? No, that was Grand Theft Auto on the yeah. back burner. Yeah, GTA's been on the back burner. But I feel like Call of Duty, Fortnite, like, you got to choose one, right? Or something? No, not anymore. This is the biggest cod What's Ninja while? Ninja's playing Fortnite. We just talked to him. I know, but I'm saying, does he play Call of Duty as well? He's probably getting a little sweaty these days, if I had to guess. Sweaty means good competition? I don't know. Bad competition? I I don't don't know. Tryhards? Yeah, why are you trying so hard, dude? Really? Self-handicappers, then? That makes sense, because you'd be sweating if you were trying really I don't know, but it does make me sweat playing it. Like, makes my hands. It's a great game. Let me tell you right now, buy some gamer goo. So good on your hands. It was awesome. What does that mean? It dries up your hands. Yeah. I have. Uh, you don't need to pay for that. Bill yeah. will get you something for free. It's yeah. Oh, watch out. I have some, uh, like I have chalk that you use when you lift. There you but go. I also have a thing hanging in my golf bag that I never used, but I found on Amazon. Like, this seems great. Uh, liquid chalk. It's just a little tube, and you. Oh, yeah, you yeah, sh- yeah. And then it, make, it dries your hands. Is that what this goo it's is that you guys thing, produce in your bodies? Gamer goo. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like dry your hands? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hell so yeah. you can fucking. Gamer goo. Yeah. Game so, so hard, dude. It doesn't make any sense. Do we have a giveaway today? Yeah, I think we do. What is yeah. it? PMS NFL Week, week Nine. nine. Um, tweet us with your cash tag and pick a winner of okay. this weekend's game. That's hashtag PMS NFL Week Nine. W E E K. Yes. Yep. The number, number nine. nine. How many winners? Uh, ten winners of five hundred dollars. Bingo. Oh, Just yes. pick. No spread. Nothing. Um, just pick sure. a team that will win this Sunday. Patriots. Bruce, you know yes. what that means. What? You drained a shot on ESPN2 for the whole world to Here see. Here you go, Bruce. Right. Come on, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. Uh, where's the basketballs? There's two right, right there. there. No, let's go football. Bruce is a lot more confident in his football. Here you go, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. Southpaw, Steve Young. 
Are you, what, you throw now. left? I know you shoot lefty. Bruce Brown. The suit. Obviously, he's a suit. Look at him. Throws it like a QB. Oh! oh Bruce, got good oh, touch. I thought that was in. Bruce got nice touch. Quack in the hole. Oh, okay. Hey. Oh, oh, pat and go. There, oh, there it is. is. Oh, well, pretty good toss this guy. Way, toss that guy. Bang. Here you go. Come, Come on, on, Bruce. Bruce. Bang Come on, Bruce. Open. Uh, it is a Friday. Oh. oh basketball. Oh. You got the basketball. Right there, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. You got Come on, on, Bruce. Come on, man. You got Jordans go on. You're a lawyer. You got Jordans on. Maybe. Do it. You seem like you should be. Air Bruce coming at you. How old are you, Bruce? 24? 27. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got He didn't fall. He didn't, didn't fall. <laughs> you guys, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Here we go. A little, little more to right. Come Use on. your left leg. Jump off your left leg. Throw it like a or no, you're, you're left-handed. My bad. No, you're right-handed. Are you right-handed? Don't jump Don't off the stage. Yourself. Do whatever you got to do. Oh, get legs. Oh, Bruce. Ah. <laughs> that was almost there. It was all, yeah, you almost got it. The handbrake was on. You know, okay, Bruce, explain <laughs> to us exactly what the giveaway is. What is what's the hashtag? Uh, the hashtag is PMS NFL Week 9. You must include your hashtag and then a winner of a game this Sunday winning team. in the NFL. Yeah, winning team. So Any team you know, in the NFL. Connor's on the Patriots. Patriots. I, I like the Buccaneers. I think well, they I beat do the too. I like the Bucks. Diggs, you like the Steelers? I like. So on a bye. Um, oh, yeah. Let me, I don't know who plays. Everybody's on a bye. I feel like everyone's on a bye this week. You like the Vikings? No. No. Give me, um, let me see. Hmm. Oh, the hmm. Packers. Come on. What are How we doing? The How about uh, the Vikings over the Commanders? Who are we? Who are we? I mean, Bill, <laughs> Bills would be an easy one, but I'll go. Lions, Lions maybe? Give me yeah. Seattle. Ooh. Okay. Cheeky. Cheeky. Really? Seattle's going to beat wow. Kyler. What's the, what's the Cardinals record right now? Three and five. How uh-huh. Is every team three and five? Yes. Yeah, you're either like seven and one or three and five. We yeah. do got to count for Call of Duty being out, though, for real this time. For Kyler? The, yeah. True. The league from, like, when you look at the uh, – Wild cards aside, in the NFC, it's Jeez. kind of a runaway because of the uh, NFC East. But in the AFC, the wild cards are like five and three, five and three, and then four and three Chargers. And then there's like three or four teams below them that are all four and four. Yeah, like it's like wide open. The fact that these teams technically are still in it, especially some of the like. Dog Bears. Yeah. That's crazy to me to think, think of that. Yeah, because the Jets and Dolphins right now have the uh, five and six seed, and then it is the Chargers at four and three. They just had their bye. And then, yeah, Bengals, Pats, Colts, Broncos, they're all right in it. Bucks, You're still – I mean, that's a good thing, though. There's so much hope for so many yeah, fan bases that absolutely. probably feel like, hey, we're screwed, season over. No, not so fast this year. Like, everybody is alive, I feel like, if you go on a run. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. Washington's 4-4. Four and four, Like, they're alive. Who, did you think that was going to be the case? Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, they're I mean, very alive, too, because they are actually tied with the Niners for the seventh seed. Like, the Niners right now are the seventh seed that's at 4-4. Four four. So when those teams sit there and they feel like, hey, everyone's attacking us, everyone says we suck, we're terrible, like, those coaches got to be like, hey, like, I get it. We're not playing our best ball right now, but yeah. everything's out in front of us. All you wanted was a chance. Well, it's all we, that matters. We said it today. Like, yeah, we're halfway through the season, but there's still so much shit that needs to happen. Like, last year, all the way till the last game with yep. the Chargers and Raiders, they didn't know who was going to be in the playoffs. And it feels like that's going to happen again this year, except to an even bigger scale. Like, the Patriots play the Miami Dolphins week 18. There is a chance that winner of that game gets into the playoffs, loser goes home. Really? Massive chance, yeah. As long as you have a chance, I feel like every player feels good. I know the year that we went to the Super Bowl and won, we got beat by the Patriots on the road. <laughs> yeah. 
That was when they Dan Conley. Aaron, Aaron was actually out of the game. Matt Flynn almost won it. Flynn played well. I thought that was Dan Conley big man return. Yeah. Oh, it was okay. same thing, okay. same game. But after that game, I remember being in the locker room. I believe we had two games left to play, and uh, one of the uh, beat writers said, "Well, like, how does it?" How does it feel knowing that, hey, if you guys win out, you're in? I was like, wait, if we if we, we don't need any help, if we win our next two games, we're in? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, great. And I felt so much. I was like, that's all I need. Just let me know there's a chance where we don't have to count on somebody else. Yeah. If we take care of our job, we're in. That's all I cared about. And that's the same thing. Like, when you look at the college football situation, though, if you're ranked one through four, who cares? If I'm in the top four, yep. I just want a shot. Just get me into the dance. Yeah, just that's win all every matters. game, yeah. If we, do, if we win the games, like when people get all mad about where they should be in the college football playoff if you're in the top four, I was like, no. It does, if I'm win. in the top four, I don't care if I'm four. I know if I take care of business, I'm just in. Win. I'm playing yeah. in the playoffs. That's what players should do. Urban Ohio State, they're the four seed. They won it the first year. Yeah, that's how it happens. Uh-huh. Yeah, then we yeah we we won the Super. Bowl. We squeaked into the playoffs. Yeah. and made a run all on the road. So yeah, you never know. There's no perfect formula to that. One more time uh, is the giveaway hashtag, please, Bruce. PMS NFL Week Nine number nine. Hashtag winner this weekend Bam. on Sunday. Thank Boom. you, Bruce. Thank you for sitting in there and Ty's uh, no, Ty's seat. Ty, we will see you Monday, right? Is Ty gonna be back yeah, Monday most back likely? Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ty's Ty is doing well. We appreciate you, Ty. We know his. Ty's, Ty's a special human. Yeah, we need that guy. We need him to take care of himself. Everything Amen. good to happen. Ty's a special brain, just like everyone here has a special brain in Thank a good you. way. I mean that as a compliment. I think we all have special, unique brains. Hopefully, Thank we can you, share man. some positivity with people. Right, Diggs? Yes. Right, Nick? With your fingerless sure, gloves dude. creeping everybody out, man? <laughs> Whatever you say, man. Honestly. It's a creepy situation. That Nick, it's not ironic anymore. It used no. to be funny. It used to be ironic. <laughs> and now Nick's just Taco fingerless Bell. gloves. Maybe you take a look in the mirror. And talk about ironic. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right, man. You're right. I can't sue you for slander, but also, what does your fiancé think of this? She is a well-adjusted human, I would imagine. The gloves don't go home, buddy. They stay here. Oh, really? It's yeah. just a work thing. Yeah, exactly. Strictly work. So does she, so hopefully she, like, does she ever, they say, oh, what does your husband do? And she doesn't want them to show you on film There's wearing your fingerless gloves, so she tells you, oh, he's, he's still a, a corporate stooge back in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's exactly what she says. Good. Thank yeah. you. Smart. Good gal. <laughs> Zeke, good to see you, buddy. Hey, good to see Evie, you, too. doing great. Mitt's over there somewhere. <laughs> Dirty Gertie. Don't know who else is in this building. Anyone else around here? Bill. I missed Bill, probably. Bill, Bill. I, didn't, I, was, I was waiting for Bill because Bill is my, my fantasy teammate, okay? Okay, Bill's sorry. doing a great job. Don't know who we're playing. Connor, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Hey, thank Bruce, you, thank you. Thank you. Diggs, you. you're awesome. You. Protect your brain. You. you. No CT no. in that brain. You. You. Overreaction Monday, we will be here. It will be amazing. I'll be in Ohio. Pat will be back here in the seat tomorrow. He's in Athens, Georgia for game day. You. Georgia's taking on Tennessee. Tennessee. And later in the day, day. LSU, Alabama. Boom. Heck of a slate for college football, followed by some unbelievable games in the NFL uh, when you look at that. So stick around for Monday's overreactions. I'm sure they will be plentiful. Hopefully some teams can figure some things out. Some will not. We will see you Monday.